All right, we've got Mark, we've got Paul, we've got Tim. Oh my God, you guys! We've got oh Monica. <laughs> we've oh my got. God. I'm too emotional. We... <laughs> really, a love story after a badass ninja fight. We've got. Yeah, I'm here. Hello. Hey, Paul. Okay, again. Hello. Welcome, Paul. Oh my Welcome, God, we got Paul. Jennifer. We've got Hi, Jennifer. Paul. Hi, Monica. New Hi, Paul. And we got Candessa. Hi, everybody. Hello, sir. All right, it's our hey, UK I, Paul. That's, I guess like, I got, we, we I, can officially call I, you I, Paul since Paul Amani is in here right now. I won't okay. call you UK or British Paul or any Brit Paul. Brit, yeah, Brit, why? Britsit Paul. I'm sorry. Britsit? Brit, what did you just say? Britsit? <laughs> Britsit. Not, Brexit, not Brexit, but Britsit. Or uh, Paul. Okay. Cody said Paul A1 and... Paul A2. It'll work somehow. Trust me. Okay. All right, okay. everyone. And for, for those of Hi. you who didn't catch it during the uh, my mysterious disappearance... Yeah, I didn't know you were gone. Well, I yeah, thank you. Oh. Uh, Monica, I can always... No, I didn't you. Mark And you, were, and you call cat. yourself the official Gnome Maloney. I and official I've gone throughout the whole event. I didn't and I knew you were gone. I noticed you were gone, but I just was dealing with crazy and a bunch of crap. And so I didn't really know where you went. That's all. Yeah. I missed where you went. Kevin, what happened to Kevin, you? Mark said you were cheating yeah, on no, I, Yeah, Mark said I was cheating on you with another group. That's a pack of lies. Thank yeah, you I uh, and, for and starting I, false rumors. I'm not uh, sure I believe actually, it. Actually, no, I, I had not one, not two, but three power outages. Oh, my oh, gosh. Sure. You guys have power outages in SoCal? Likely story. Yeah, unfortunately, do, unfortunately, have, that's, yes. a, that's a joke because you guys suck all the power from the rest of us. So <laughs> yes, you guys have brownouts all the time. Uh, well, the weirdest, the weirdest thing is when I actually called DWP. That's the Department of Water and Power for you non-SoCalis. Oh um, my God! I, I'm sorry, Kevin, I actually, when I meet you. I'm sorry. I think he did cheat on us. Yeah. I, I think so you. too. You yeah, he was on the phone the with that. Wait, wait, wait! He cheated I mean, on us with the purple hair. Lady. And the DWP. And the DWP. <laughs> so the greater the detail. No, oh, what? The greater the detail, the bigger the lie. Oh yeah. yeah That's the, true. The point is, the, the, the well, the weirdness is, is that I, when I called them. There was, they said there was massive power outages, but not in my area. There was one, there was a, ma a massive power outage in the Hollywood Hills, which it I was nowhere, where I live nowhere near. And then it's there was you. one in Palos Verdes, which I'm somewhat semi near, but nothing in my actual area. So they're going to send someone you're out. Special. I, don't, you're special. I don't know, Kevin. You want to know why? I, I just... You want to know why? You are the 1%, clearly. Yeah, you're the 1%. Personally, personally, I just think you needed to plug your TV back in. The power outage would have been solved. <laughs> well, no, I, I wish it was that simple. So basically, <laughs> I'm going to ask you guys what you thought of the movie. I have no... I saw the first 20-something okay. minutes of the movie, and I've but been you, in and out ever since. You need to ask... You need to call out a name, because there's a lot of us here. Okay, yes. So let me put so it this... All right, so... so let's one let's start time. with... Wait, 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 wait. Let's start with Candessa. What did yeah, you because think, she already said, wait, wait, wait. So. What did you think of, <laughs> of uh, The Last Jedi? 
I just want to know how you knew that the carpet matches let's just say i'm a big fan of laura derns oh, oh. really <laughs> really because that would be pretty cool too i'm just saying Damn. Uh, other than i told you i wasn't going to share any more any detail a gentleman doesn't speak of that such things but... there's no way she did that <laughs> i'm just saying Every, her hair no is woman with the hair down you need nope. to leave it alone. All right. Other than that. <laughs> no, <laughs> you can't do that without seriously, hurting yourself. Seriously. What did you think of the movie, <laughs> Candace? Um, I thought it was great. And um, I'm going to probably have to watch it another time yes. because, like, to really pay attention. But I loved how where uh, Luke Skywalker was. That was her rock with the microwave and the lean cuisine, man. Oh my god! <laughs> that was her rock. Oh my god! Candace, you were okay. You, okay, you gotta tell. You got to explain the lean cuisine reference to Paul because I think he might be a bit in the dark about Mark. I'll let Mark do it. Oh, Go ahead, Mark. I'll I'll refrain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really think I know the story, so I can't help out. Or do I know it? So it's so so it's okay. Okay. So well, who's Mark? Is Mark MG on? No, Mark. No, no MG on isn't even Mark here. It's uh, Mark is the pill with uh, the pill with Mark Ward. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, MG on doesn't really ever join us. That's afterwards. Okay. That's very sad. I think he, I think he gets yeah. enough of us during <laughs> the movie. That's very sad. Okay, right. I'm sorry. Sorry. Okay, so here's the backstory. Backstory. Back to Candace. Kevin, I'm looking okay. at a map of power outages today, and you're, <laughs> you're not on it. Oh, no. oh, oh my god. god. I'm, truth. Well, okay, truth. He's coming out here. Oh, Jennifer, apparently you weren't listening. I said when I called the DWP, they told me there wasn't any record of anything in my area. There was a record of it being in the Hollywood Hills and in Palace Verdes. I said so, that was so, part of the so shot. Saying, okay, so, so you so you are lying. Okay, I I, I, am not I guess lying. I was too busy checking out that. your lie to hear your excuse. So go ahead. I'm so sorry. you called them. You called <laughs> them up supposedly sans power. Told them you had a power outage, and they didn't believe you. And it's okay. Okay, no, all right. I'm not saying they didn't right. believe me. I said that there was no. They said there was no reports of anything in my area. Well, did you make just, a report? Yes, I did. <laughs> they have, now they have a report. Well, well it's still not showing on well, the map. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm looking right at the map, and you're not on there. So, so, apparently, okay, whatever. so apparently Kevin did not report. He just took their word for it and then tried plugging shit back in. <laughs> Just, right. just like well, you know, us. It's been a fun after. I thought we were asking about the movie. So put, put those wheels <laughs> on the Fine. Just like us. We wouldn't be here without you, Kevin. So. No, we wouldn't. Just like us, the power company didn't believe him. Well, this is big. Well, this was was emotionally rough for me. This is almost. This is. We're a month away from our anniversary, our year anniversary. I know. So I was really. I I was looking forward to this movie. I hadn't seen it. Oh yeah. So I'm very disappointed. So y'all stop. Y'all stop picking on Kev. Is what he's saying. Yeah, leave Kevin alone. He's Kevin's a good guy. Well, Kevin, the good news is, is that now when you watch it, you can listen to the comments as you're watching it, which I want to go back and do. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, well. there were only how many 300 and some odd comments. But yeah, you guys had a lot to say. 
We had a lot to say. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a lot of, to say about the production. All right, so well, let's let, let's move on to the next person. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Excuse me. We still haven't talked about the I don't know spaghetti or whatever the hell we were talking about. Oh, the the okay, lean cuisine. The Mark and his oh. lean oh, cuisine. Oh, yeah, you're supposed to explain oh, that, that uh, Candace. Thank okay. you. Yeah, the inside so, joke. From- okay. Okay. So one day we were doing our live discussion and. Mark was bragging about how he loves Ling Cuisines and about how he knew all these famous people. And then he had to wake up early in the next morning, you know, at five o'clock in the morning. So we all said bye. And Kevin was like, bye. Now we're going to talk about you. And so we all talked about him. Yeah, we always do. We, we make that <laughs> yeah, the fir- that's, that's a tradition with the Gnome Flicks movie club. The, the first people to go, yes. we will talk about you. And so <laughs> yes. Mark, Mark had been so, sharing stories about yeah. his, his encounters with, with different famous people, of which there are many. And so the moment that he left, uh, <laughs> and I was just like, good to talk to us and Kansas is like oh he, uh, he thinks he's so much better than us I can have all the lean cuisines I want or something <laughs> and then so under my rock in a, in a with a microwave and all this it was yeah so, so so for but, some yeah. reason I'm not even sure exactly how but for some reason Mark is forever tied to lean cuisines and an <laughs> abundance of them uh, and thinking and looking down on those of us that don't have a freezer full of lean cuisine well, I'm starting to feel I'm starting to feel really bad because I don't think I have any in my freezer. You know? I only have Michelinas. better than you. What the hell am I going to do tonight? Michel- okay, but I have Michelinas in my I freezer. I don't even know what that is. Those are, those <laughs> are cheap. Hey, those <laughs> are cheap, but they are good. And in a pinch, those pizza rolls are the bomb, and my aunt my daughter loves them. So, there. I'm not even sure now that I think about what is actually even in my freezer. I don't think I have anything in mind. We don't. Eat. Who who's, who is who is going to be asked? Okay. Our, yes. Well, you know what? I think Monica. <laughs> what did you think of this movie? Go ahead, Monica. Okay. Um, I I thought it was extremely intense, and it was very hard. I'm going to have to go back as well and watch it again because listening to the comments didn't work, so I had to stop doing that. Um, leaving comments, it it just there was so much going on. Like even Cody was trying to pay attention, and I'm trying to leave comments, and then I'm like leaning the microphone over, and he's just no, I'm I'm trying to figure this out. I'm keeping up. I'm keeping up. So it it was, it was it, you have to be um yeah I hear y'all whispering stop. You have to be you have to be able to focus. I think, but yeah. I will say this production was brilliant i mean that's probably one of the best looking star wars i've ever seen from a production value i don't know if anyone has my comment when i finally saw a solar flare (laughs) i went oh there's one there's one because see back in the day george lucas was known for uh having a lot of these solar flares and then wait wait what's a solar flare i don't know what that is um, it's a lens flare. It's where um, the light catches the lens and makes that um, circle. Oh, and there was one yeah. scene where they, they did that. Yeah, and uh-huh. you know, those those are not always intentional. Those you cannot help based on the shot, the scene. You can't always have a sun. Uh, you, yeah, there's just reasons that that, that happens mm-hmm. a lot, and it 
um, even with the CGI, when they, if they film this, anything to do back in the day, they didn't have a lot of the CGI. So they had to actually film those space scenes with the, make it look real, but they're really toy, you know, little Jedi fighter things, whatever. So there were a lot of lens flares in the beginning ones and it just became a running joke for, for Star Wars fans and stuff, you know, how many lens flares will be in this one? And, and they will mask them and try to cover them up or try to make it seem like it's supposed to be there, but there really should never, ever, ever be solar lens flares. You don't want that. You don't want that in your shot. And so, yeah, I took forever and then I finally saw one. So I was a little, I was a little proud. I was like, yeah, finally. The, the solar flare that no one likes. Yay. <laughs> um, no, I thought this story, I thought I'm really going to have to go back and watch it. It's the, I, really all I can talk about is the production. That red on black was phenomenal. That whole mm-hmm. fight scene was phenomenal. I think Wh- local, which fight um, scene? There were, there were several. Uh, the red on black. <laughs> yeah, I know. The, the red on, yeah, the fight scene. The red on black where, um, uh, what's his name? Ky- Kylo Ky- Ren. Ky- Ky- yeah. Where him and her stood next to each other. That was the vision he saw. They were going to stand next to each other and take out. And that whole thing was badass, too, with the whole throwing of the um, lightsaber at the same time, right into his head. I mean, that, a lot of cool stuff happened with the lightsabers during that fight scene. And yeah. I think local choreographer, stunt choreographer six, probably loved that scene so yeah. effing much. I need to ask him. But no, I like, and I loved the wardrobe. I loved Laura Dern in her purple. I'm sorry, but I did. And I don't know if y'all heard my other comment, but there's some badass jewelry in the future. There's some badass what? Say it it's again. It's all paparazzi. Don't make me there's say a it. Badass, don't badass make me jewelry. say it again. <laughs> I just like it's to comment. Not the, it's it's not the future. It's not the future. It's the past. I can't believe I never so figured so that out, that it's the past. It's not the past. It was 30 years into the future. No, it's not, Monica. It's a, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, so <laughs> okay. it's not as okay. past right. as, the, right. as no, four, no. five, and six, but it's past okay. us. Okay. So, oh, my God. Still okay. Oh, never. Okay, I'm in the movie, though, okay? And it's 30 years into the future from when we left <laughs> off. So that's where I'm at. You guys can semantics this all you want, okay? But Mark, look. put your protractor away. All right, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, this is Tim's first I mean, after Mark party. Is adamant about Tim, this, what did you think of the movie? Because you said you've seen it multiple times. Well, okay. Silly me, I thought we were going to talk about the movie, but if you want to know what's in my freezer, I can go there first. Yes, that's what that's, this, we're, it, it doesn't seem like it, but Let's we're actually discussing the film. Hence it the doesn't slow, happen the often in the Netflix no movie that's club. The movie. I'm sorry, wait, did we watch Thor? I mean, what was the movie again? Right, yeah. Thor. I watched Thor last night. I haven't seen Thor. I, did, I fell asleep. It was good. It was funny. It was just tiring. I was, I was, I was tired. That's all. I'm sure it's great. I was just, it was late. I've been dealing with crazy. So I will say about the last Jedi that, you know, I'm the perfect audience for it. I've been watching star Wars movies since I was 10 years old and I had to see this one. My, I was really excited that Ryan Johnson as a writer and director was in charge of it. Although I have to say the emotional weight of. of Yeah. 
totally overshadowed anything I was trying to pay attention to the visual <laughs> iconography yeah. of Johnson as a filmmaker or his writing. So I'd have to go back and see it again before I yep. can because talk about that. There were so many emotions yeah. this time around. Okay, so now I missed the movie before this because apparently Han Solo died in the movie that was before this one. Yes. Jennifer. Damn it, Jennifer. No spoilers. Jennifer. Oh, just kidding. I'm sorry. The last one I saw was the Rogue One, but I think I've missed one. You didn't see the movie before, The, the Force Awakens. Yes. And yeah, so all I could think the whole movie through is, oh my gosh, those people are so old. How did everybody get so old? How did that happen? Because it's 30, 30 years into their future, people. Well, they're like Carrie Fisher and Mark Ward, or Mark, not Mark Ward. <laughs> Mark so famous, he got they, They're like, uh, you know, not that they're like my age, yeah, they're 30 but how years did they older. get that old? Because I think of them as being much 30 younger. years. 30 years into the uh, future. Well, Candace, I think now we know how Mark was able to afford all those lean cuisines from all of his Star Wars money. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay, so basically, um, it's set 30 years after the events of Episode 6, which was made all the way back in the 1970s or 80s, mind you. Yeah. So it's a good 35-ish years since... Yeah. Um, They've aged. Yeah, basically, they, they, they a little bit. They're say, Cody's saying they got a Yeah, they don't have space yeah. facelifts. <laughs> no, it just kind of freaks me <laughs> out. Yeah, first that back. All right, hey guys, I gotta oh, go. Aww. Candace was stuck around Candace just long enough to do a product about. placement for paparazzi jewelry, and now she's out. <laughs> Wait, paparazzi jewelry? That's what she sells at the company. I love her okay, jewelry. Okay, is that the stuff that um, is that what the, is that the stuff that threw um, bath bombs and candles? No, no. This is okay. five dollar jewelry. Everything was five dollars. Okay, and it's awesome. Oh, I, I, I yeah! Give them. her a chance to talk about it more, you guys. <laughs> well, I want to know why the heck well, you scheduled something when you knew this was the time for the call. Because well, because she always no, no, no. Because tonight is the last night of June. Today's the last day of June. And our awesome promotion, and it's also the last day of the paparazzi year. So I have to end it with a bang. Oh my Whatever. god! Maybe I'll. Maybe oh, what? I'll there go wasn't on a. There were so many just because I love this stuff. <laughs> are you doing? Are well, you doing a well, lot of you special order like price deals? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everything is still five dollars. Okay. Is that yeah, the yeah, how, I was say, how can you do any kind of deals on the last day of the month when everything's five dollars? If it just how. Better does how does it get better than free that? Tax, free tax and free yeah. shipping. Oh. They do special things, and they do. I might a have lot to buy some like jewelry for my friend Laura and, Dern. Uh, earrings and a necklace. <laughs> <There> you, <go. laughs> you better be shipping it to me, right? Okay, real quick though, yeah. Jennifer. No pressure, but you know I have to say it. If you want to order free tax, free shipping, just order before eight fifty nine p.m. tonight. Eight fifty nine. Your right, time or go. my time. <laughs> It would be okay, your good. time because you're an hour I have a feeling me. I'll be ordering something. Oh, my God. Yay! Yeah. I get okay. more compliments on that jewelry. I can't even tell you. Okay, okay. awesome. And then what I'll do is, if, because you'll order from my website, so you'll have to pay tax and shipping. So I'll just reimburse okay. you. Sounds okay. good. 
Oh my gosh, you okay. guys. Bye. 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 Uh, bye. Goodbye, Candace. We're about you. Bye, Candace. Yeah, okay, let's talk you. about Candace now. Okay. Okay, but, bye. But real quick before we talk about Candace, Paul just messaged me. He accidentally closed the app and wants to know how to rejoin. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh my God. I know. It would not be the known flexibility club if you didn't have to start the call at least. Actually, she's right. She's right. Three or four times. Okay, this is only number two. Okay, I'm going to start the call one more time. Everybody stand by. I'm going to have to invite you guys. All right. Hold on. Bye bye. Okay, bye. Hello. Hello, you're back, Paul. <laughs> I'm sorry for me, the problem child newbie here, but apparently I don't know how to use the app properly. So no yep. problem. Just do nothing else on your phone during the call. All right. Yeah. Apparently that's what I've we learned. Got Paul. We got we got Jennifer. We got no Maloney. Yeah, yay, the official no Maloney who didn't even miss me when I was gone. And again, I, I think we I think we scared Tim yeah. off. He did not rejoin Damn. us. We freaked him out. Well, right. you tried, you tried to talk, and then I interrupted. But I interrupted with a really small interjection, and then I shut up. I thought I did good. Did you? You know what? <laughs> you would. You would. Yes, ma'am. Oh, my God. I'll check the number to make sure that he's like. Yeah, check the yeah, because I I I thought I invited him. If we have to, we'll do it one more time. Well, well, that would be that wouldn't be abnormal. Yes, it would not. Dude, I think what's our record? Five or six times because of Tachi. Oh my god! Yeah, the last time it was it was insane. It was absolutely and it's insane. because of Tachi, by the way. Yeah, well, Tachi, thank goodness, was not joining us tonight. <laughs> You're like, thank God. Because, yeah, she she didn't want to pretend to go to another planet. She's actually, as we speak, she's in Jupiter, Florida. <laughs> oh. So <laughs> so she could not join us. Actually, so, Jupiter's um, in my sky right now. I think I'm allowed to interrupt in this thing. I yes, just don't you can. And realize I've got Hungry Man. <laughs> oh, Hungry Man. <laughs> oh, my. Damn it. And Candace missed it. She would love that. I don't. I don't buy anything that goes in my fridge. Autumn's there, which is complicated, but you know, I guess uh, I'll move on. All right, go ahead. Yeah, if you don't learn to interrupt, Paul, you won't get much in talk loud. Yeah, you have to elbow. You your just way have in. to like I talk tried, loud. I tried hey, Monica, do, do I have any problem with interrupting? <laughs> no, he doesn't. He just needs to learn how to interrupt these guys. Oh, so do, do you guys know each other? Yeah, um, Cody and Paul, uh, they're all in this raid group. We all play Pokemon, Jen. I need Pokemon. your numbers, Monica, yes, so I can send you gifts. Oh. And you can get gifts from Disneyland. They'll be very cool for you. She's, she's and I can get gifts from Nashville. Oh, no. I can trade you things from along the way. Well, it's Memphis, not Nashville, so you'll get this. Oh, okay, well, anyway. So Y'all, yes, Ethan! Some, okay, someplace okay. else. Actually, actually, um, so, I'm going um, to Arkansas Wednesday, so remind me, and I'll give you gifts from there. Oh, from Arkansas. Nice. Uh, well, yeah, I'm going to be in Chicago for the uh, Pokey Big Pokey event, um, so that should Ooh, be interesting. That's cool. And hopefully, I'll get some cool stuff there. Oh, she yep. gets to go to this one of the special. Po- oh my! Goodness. Well, I don't get to actually go to the actual special thing because the tickets sold out like in ten minutes, and it's five hundred dollars. You want to go now? Three. But they say that it's going to be in the whole area, so and I will be right there by the park. So <laughs> we'll see. 
you're just going to walk up and down the road next to the park. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I, I, so, I would be right there, too. I'm all there. Yeah. DM me on, um, on um, Twitter. Twitter. Thank you. <laughs> DM me on Twitter with your Poke name, uh, name and stuff, okay? So really? Your numbers so that okay. I can add you. Uh, as a friend, I will chat with Monica and she'll help us. Yeah, okay, no, there's other ways we can do this. We'll get everybody's. So wait, so there are actually local Pokemon to, that are that are native to certain areas of the country. Yeah, well, they're, the called reg- they're called they regionals, did, Kev. They did this whole new thing where you can um, have friends and you can swap with friends, but you have to be within a hundred feet. But you can send them gifts. So, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not sure if the gifts that are like the hatching eggs, the special eggs, if they're um, different yes, based they on where their they're location. from. They, they do keep do, their location. Yeah, they keep their location. Okay. Well, uh, there's someone that there's someone that used to be in our group, um, and he he's still friends with most of us. But uh, like, he had a job up here in Memphis last year, and he played Pokemon with us a lot. And uh, once his job was done, he went back down to Mexico, and he friended most of us a special egg from, and it keeps it at Mexico, which is awesome. No, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. cool. I want his number too. <laughs> my uh, <laughs> my daughter's right. my daughter's actually in Australia right now, and she's um, been oh. equipped with a few of my Pokemon accounts, so she can catch me some Australian Pokemon, so we can. Uh, we can we can do this. Can you give her? Can you give her my credentials, please? What does Australia have? Uh, Kangaskhan. Uh, they have something. I want to say Torkoal. Yes. Oh my god! Oh my god! Please tell your daughter. I don't know her. Tell her. I will in Australia, in Australia shouldn't they have like? In Australia, shouldn't they have like peekaroos or something? <laughs> peekaroos. That's the best. Hey, that would be, that would be, that would be cool. I- and it'd be cool if it looked like one of the future horses. Yes. I love those things. Mm-hmm. I need one of those, too. From the movie that I'm trying to draw us back to talking. Oh, about. there's a movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. There's this is, this is why oh, yeah, Tim left. Wow. This is, I think so. I really do. Because I was like, oh, my God, Tim's joining us. He never does this. Yeah, I think you remembered why. Yeah. And then when he got to say his, his part. I just, I just interjected with a little something, agreeing with them, and then I. Well, shut he's up. he's a very he's a so very when it comes to the Netflix movie club, Tim is a very rare Pokemon, and you have to approach <laughs> with a lot of care, very cautiously. So you have to have an ultra ball, and then throw oh, that boy. ball at him and catch him, and so right, you scared him off. Yikes! Yeah. Okay. Well, sorry. I'll, I guess I'll go apologize. Not maybe I don't know. Is it important? Do I need to? Was it all my fault? Did no, I, I don't think it's all your fault. I think it's it, mostly. I, yeah, no, I think <laughs> y'all have. You know what, Kev? I think it's all. Maybe ninety percent, but not quite all. <laughs> no, Kevin is a good thirty percent. Well, I mean, not even I was, I was, I was, I was, I asked you guys all what you thought of the movie, and then everybody was like quiet for some reason. Because we had new people. Everybody's all like, "So did no. you?" Like, well, who gets to go first? That was my idea, by the way. No, it was my idea, by the way, because I told. Paul, how this works and how you don't you have to jump in where you can elbow the hell out of people 
you know, and sometimes people get upset and I'm, I'm sorry. I know I've upset people before. I'm so sorry. I don't mean to, but goddamn, when everyone's talking at the same time, what the hey, hell are you doing? Hey, Kevin, I was yes. just wondering, is, is it still Monica's turn? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. Oh my God. You guys are going to be a great couple. I'm rooting for you crazy kids. <laughs> All right. Oh my God! Y'all All right, are so crazy. Mark, okay. he's being mysteriously quiet. Yes, he, Mark is always he's standing by his microwave as we speak. So, Mark, what did you think of uh, uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi? And was this your first time seeing it, or had you already seen it in theaters? I like that. Oh, I thought you were going to ask what I thought about Paul's Hungry Man. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, what, yeah, what kind of Hungry Man dinner was it? Is it Salisbury steak? Because Oh, because you're, cause you're British, it probably is from Salisbury. Um, or... <laughs> well, there was, there were several varieties. There was a Yorkshire pudding. There was um, some bangers and mash. Um, and then there was just lots of fear, right? So, yeah, out of stop. curiosity, now, uh, now, are, wait, where are you? I, are you in the states? Or are you are are you yeah. currently in the UK? Well, you know, I'm not sure actually. I feel like I'm in the UK, but mostly because I had a few beers. No, well, I live no, in. Uh, the only reason I'm asking, I'm not trying to like stalk you, but I was just wondering, like, are the are, Ooh, are you are TV dinners? Um, you know, are they kind of? Would there be a bangers and mash TV dinner? <laughs> <laughs> Well, first of all, what kind of that's well, first of all, you'd walk up to the frozen cuisine. You'd walk up to the hey, you'd walk up to the frozen section, and it'd be about the third of the size because everything is smaller there. It's very, very amusing. And second of all, no, I'm not even sure they have TV dinners because they're very confused. <clears throat> but whatever the case is, no, I'm in New Jersey at the moment. I've been born and raised here, moved over there for seven years, and. Australia and been back here for a couple of years. So yes, I am technically British because I got the citizenship. But anyways, that's the wait. Uh, so you're, you're you have dual citizenship. So I was correct when I initially called you American, Paul. True. I did not. I did not deny that I was American. I just said I'm actually British. But you're actually American. He's very, as well. he's very. Now, listen, now I can. Now, now I more than anyone else can understand why you would not want to say you were American you, right you now. You done got cast Um, <laughs> believe me, I'm trying to find a way <laughs> to say it to, to be claimed to be Canadian or something. Because well, I, me, I did watch no, yeah, Degrassi, you, so well, let me throw something. Let me, oh no, <laughs> I did too. It's dual citizenship for Kevin. Yeah. Well, we have to move to to England and get married for if we get a dual citizenship. But we'll talk about that later. Um. So what? 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 What are you talking about? No, we j- we need to move on. There was a movie that I, I was, watched for two and a half. I hours was talking. And only people. I was talking to Kevin. All right. So, anyways, though. Uh, so. Uh, oh, Tit and all that. I forgot what we were talking about. Yeah. You're telling you first. You're talking about the TV dinners, and I was asking Mark. About what, he, <laughs> about what he I know, Mark never got to say anything. Oh, no, I know what you're going to say. Mark now. I, I was going to say something very important here. It's not very important, but I'll say it anyways. Um, so basically, like last okay. couple years ago, when my, my second motherland oh. voted Brexit, there was this joke going around that they were embarrassed about what they'd done for themselves, and they needed America <laughs> to oh, help sorry. us out and make it better by electing Trump. <laughs> <laughs> you poor things. <laughs> And uh, yep, we elected Trump, and now we people people aren't quite as bad at the UK. So you know, anyways, we'll move on. 
No, I can, I can understand And they all yeah. thought it was Russia that, like, was in all the election things. It was really Britain. Yeah. We're going to find um, out. Effing, the effing Brits. Said, oh, my God. Those want, effing Brits. We want to focus off of That's us. Okay, so, this okay, is so I'm, but... I'm not that effing Brit. I'm, uh, never mind. Okay. We're after it. Yeah. All right. So, Mark, what did you yeah. think? What did you think of this damn movie that I didn't see? What, what movie? What <laughs> movie was it again? We watched. Uh, wasn't it that one about the romantic yeah. comedy or something? Yeah. Um. Uh, you know. Yeah. I'm the only one who did not vote for this movie, only because I have seen it before. Um. So this was my second time seeing it, but you know, it was. It's the kind of movie, especially for me, that you know I enjoy seeing again. So it was good. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very good. I, I I thought it was really good. I thought it was all aligned with the spirit of the franchise. I thought that it upped the game in many respects in terms of the visuals, etc. I liked it. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. One or two thumbs? Just one. Okay. Burn. All right, Paul, what did, no, Paul, yes. what did you think? I, was this your first time seeing it, or was this your second time? Oh, hell no. Um, I've seen this... I saw it a couple times in the theater, and I've seen it once or twice since before tonight. Um, no, this was a... I, <clears throat> no, this was a, one of my favorite Star Wars movies. Um, I, I love the cinematography. I love the story. Um, as, as a few people have called out already, it was freaking action-packed from almost start to finish. Um, I had a lot of favorite moments I kept remembering as we kept recording and listening or something. I love the, uh, my, my first favorite moment in the movie was when they did the whole, all of a sudden the darn stinking crazy lady with the purple hair, you know, slingshot herself through the, um, through the darn ship. And I loved how they did that. And then everything paused and it was silent. And I, and I heard, I don't remember who it was, but somebody was about five minutes behind me and they, they recorded something on the, on the whatever lemur and I could, you could hear the pause. She was like, oh, and then silence for a second. And it was so. Oh, that was my favorite. Part. It was so beautifully, brilliantly, to... just like, yes. it just, you know, wow. No, that was, that was, that was a good move on. Whoever. They just did that. <laughs> if it was, but, uh, if it was, if it was, it's not always written in sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes your DP comes along and says, yeah. you know, it'd be cool. <laughs> I, or, or your editor or your CGI. But I kept, I kept remembering my other favorite scenes in the movie because then I remembered the red scene, the red fight. And it was just like, oh, I mean, yeah. the cinematography there, the way they, they started with this beautiful room and the moment where Snoke um, gets, gets, gets done in by, um, by, you know, by um, whatever. Um, Kylo um, and whatnot is a brilliant and then they just turn and they fight but then of course you find out later what you find out later because I'm trying not to spoil everything for um, you are a very good man thank you yeah, like <laughs> I've, been, I've been told that twice um, but uh twice <laughs> well today you know Sorry. but uh um and then I loved I loved the moment uh, when when Luke does his thing at the end there and I remember sitting in the theater one of my children, my, well, two of my children sitting on the side of me because I have two sides of me. And I say to them, You have you know, two sides. Shut the hell up. <laughs> I love Paul finding out about and who, he, who, who he can be. I knew this was going to be insane. So, anyways, I, I'm finishing my remark of my sides and stuff or something. Anyways, though, I, I leaned over to one of my kids and said, You know what's about to happen? 
he's not there. And uh, and then like they go through the whole scene and it's like boom, like oh yeah. No, I love the movie. Although I'm going to have to just pause for a moment and talk about another movie because my favorite Star Wars movie of all time is Rogue One because I love the movie. I love the I love the fight scenes. I love what they did, and I love that it's the first Star Wars movie ever that didn't have to be a movie preparing for another movie. It was just this little. For those who haven't seen it, it's all about that moment in one of the movies where they say these plans for the Death Star were acquired at a high cost to everybody or something or something and that's all the movie's about they're basically telling the story about the fact that a bunch of people got stuff and did stuff anyway so i'll probably shut up soon but anyways no actually that was actually rogue one was the second known flicks movie club movie and um we were quite many of us were devastated upon the fact that nobody survived (laughs) i love that I love that because how many movies no. do we watch these days are all about preparing for the next damn movie? It's oh like no, no, I no, I agree with you. I love the fact that it was self-contained in a way, but the but the ragtag team that they assembled, you really kind of felt for them so quickly, and to have nobody make it out was just was just like there was no final girl in that movie, other, again, other than Princess Leia. Movie because everybody dies. I mean, it's just like. You know, I just, you know, they, they make you fall in love with them. And they have that, that, that's, you know, we all from the old Star Wars movies, we all love the, um, the Hoth scene where they're a big, you know, Cody will tell me what they're really called. I don't remember. But the, 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 the big things with four legs, the robot things um, or whatever are Tom marching Tom. along. Not, no, 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 Tauntauns are the, like the kangaroo things. No, go ahead. Whatever. Big, you know, marchy bad guy thingies. And that was a beautiful scene. And the scene that they did in, in Rogue One with the beach Oh, it's like fucking hell. That's like going back to the old times. So, anyways. Oh no, I'm sorry. I did not like that they all died. I was very sad, and I didn't like the main guy with his French accent. It, which wasn't even French. What was it? It was something else. And yeah, no, I like this one much better. But I, yeah, no, well, I like the, I like the, liked it. I like the characters. Good. I like the characters in Rogue One, so it was disappointing, but I agree with you. I like the idea that it was self-contained. They weren't trying to set up the, all the other movies are right, are setting up other movies, so it was nice in that respect, but I would have liked it if one or two of them made it out. Yeah. That was well, not one. Even the robot bought it. Normally the robots also, get out. But they also, they also mess with things a lot. Like, they had the, uh, the weird sort of pseudo-monkey guy who wasn't a Jedi, but did Jedi like things, even though it was blind? Which I'm not sure. I mean, I'm sure somebody here is the the Star Wars knowledge to tell me if that's part of the story or the ethos or mythos or whatever the hell. But I love the fact that it's just like, hey, I'm not a Jedi, but hey, I could do things. I thought that was cool. So you know. Yeah, sometimes that stuff gets interjected in. Like, wouldn't this be funny, Director Man? And so it's the same thing. But oh, I just want to say something real quick. You know, real quick, sorry to interrupt anyone. Please don't lose your train of thought. I just, yeah, it's, you know what? You would. Um, I just thought of something when I was debug, deep, I was fogging the patio because we're getting big. Um, it's so emotional, this one, right? Um, there's, there's a lot of emotion. And I was like, wait a minute, who directed this one? Oh, George Lucas. And I went, oh my God, he's gotten older. He's, it's, of course, as you get older, you know, you've got, there's, I just think there was more emotion put into it because I, there was a better focus on it. 
yeah, there's a better focus on it. There was more insight, more life knowledge and wisdom. And yeah, there you go. I, that's why. That's I found brilliant. I figured now, that, what, that was a very insightful comment. We appreciate that. That was. Now, now another thing, Paul, that you said that that um, that one of the things I love the most about the Netflix Movie Club, and there was one time that it really it really showed what you were t- the moment you were talking about hearing somebody hear that pause that pause uh, with uh, Laura Dern something happening that I didn't see. So, but anyway. <laughs> There was, we, we watched a movie together called uh, What Happened to Monday? And there's a very climactic scene when someone has to make a jump. I listened to Jennifer and a couple other people's reaction to that scene, and it is priceless. So it is, it's really kind of it's, – it's, it's the equivalent to when people that had actually read the Game of Thrones books and knew what was happening when the Red Wedding episode was coming yeah, and, they were, and they were filming loved ones. It was like that. Yeah. So I'm just going to interject now because I assume you or somebody here has read Game of Thrones. And if you have, then you should read a real author named Brandon Sanderson. And I will tell you about that later if you would like to hear about that. But, you know. I've never read I've never read or seen Game of Thrones. <gasps> okay, no, I've never read Game of Thrones, but I have seen Game of Thrones and I didn't no. think I was gonna like it and I was immediately got super crazy, insanely invested and was reading like uh uh and reading and watching videos on YouTube explaining and giving me background and the whore door thing alone. My mind oh, is door. still blown. My mind or is still just- blown. Did you just call him Hordor? Yeah, Hordor. His name is Hodor. Hodor, Hordor is the same. Now, what's yeah. even better? What's even better is, did you know that that car- that that actor is is a is a gay um, DJ who's huge in Scotland? Wow, I I had Isn't no that idea. Cool? Well, it's I- just like. Big, big ass awesome character in the movie and you're like wow he's a dj and all this other stuff yeah he's neat anyways so that means he can say more than just his name <laughs> no i'm sorry they actually found somebody who could only say hodor <laughs> the casting process like, yeah. must have been arduous that was that was fucking painful it's like oh my god wow i'm sorry you just said hi well get out <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. All right, so got to spread the love. So, Jennifer, so you definitely, I saw, I read one of the comments when I wasn't able to watch the movie where you were saying that (laughs) your your goal was for everyone not to die in this movie. So I take it you at least like this better than Rogue One. I loved this movie. The only thing that I have about this movie is I wish I had seen the previous one. So I went to bed and talked about how old everyone is. And that I I didn't understand <laughs> who the characters were. Like I didn't know who the girl was, and I didn't know who the main guy was. Oh my god! Well, when and you then see- it's, until they mentioned his last name Solo, and I'm like, that must be Han Solo's. And so I missed some oh. of the like at the very yeah. beginning when uh, Princess Leia and him are kind of and like he won't shoot the ship because she's on it. And then I went, oh, that's his mom. Now I get it. So, yeah, well, you know I, what? When you when, when you can watch The Force Awakens now, and for you, it'll be a prequel. Yes, it'll be a prequel. Right. So I, <laughs> I, want to go, I want to sit down and watch all of them. I would love to watch from the, past the beginning to the end. 
Right. Oh, don't start the past or future talk again. I swear to God. I swear. Paul. The what? What? Say it again. Is is it the past or the future? It's the past for us, the future for them. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Right. And and actually, the one before this is the past past. It's they, past oh, ooh, get, get them, Jennifer. Get them. It's past That's for everybody. Is that like a greater infinity or something? I'm confused. What? Bonus point. <laughs> I hear fireworks. Um, I'm gonna. Uh, I need to go play Pokemon because I dealt with crazy today, and I had to watch my aunt somehow at the same time, and I couldn't get out of the house. I have not been away from this house. Oh, that's not good. Um, and and. No, it's not. It happens. Oh my God! Are you abandoning the Netflix movie club after party to go catch imaginary animals? Well, yes, and to see where the fireworks are coming from because there might be a really cool fireworks show happening out here in Germantown. Way too soon. I was going to say, I can see why you would leave us for a fireworks show because it's not like there's going to be any more fireworks for days. <laughs> I know you smart ass. I love. Oh you. my god! I I love your smart ass and fart. <laughs> you fill my heart, Kev. Aww. I mean, Kev. I don't. I'm serious. I I really. I didn't plan to do this in front of the group or anything, but I've always had special feelings Aww. for you. Uh, right. So, can when when do I get to be on the, TV um, channeling? My my podcast. Yes. I can't remember the name of, even though you're the official. Uh, no, it's I. I knew it was TV channeling, but okay, whatever. I I didn't know if you and Tachi had a different. No, we're name still or, TV. Okay. Well, remember, I, I asked you, okay. and and, no, and that's open to. Yeah, any, yes, we're gonna do. This 90. is open to this invitation is open to anyone in the left in the room since there's only like two of us now. Is I know. <laughs> If you'd like to be a guest on the show, you just have to basically choose your top five topic. I gave you options, and you never – I thought. I did. No, that was the first time. The last time we talked, I said, here are my favorite movies, and you went, those are 90s. You want, okay, so we're, we're, you want to do 90s movies. You're doing the 90s, yes, because Fried Green Tomatoes, Natural Born Killers. All right. The, the, you, I well, you know, we'll, we'll do the show soon because we're going to have, some, we're gonna have uh, a little bit of a lull later in the summer uh, as far as new okay, things starting, so we'll we'll definitely uh, call you. We need to, I think, yeah, I need to. And, you know, Monica, not, Natural Born Killers can only be one. One of your five favorites? No, I know that. That one might just take a lot of time. Oh, okay, just a second. I have other favorites, really? so just Kev, I'm pre- I'm preemptively warning you: if when it comes in after Born Killers, you will have to probably limit your questions, cut me off. It's on fine. Just tell me to shut. It's uh, gonna be a multi-part I show, really... I guess. Probably, probably many many segments. All right, we know you got to go many, catch many. them all. But yeah. Yeah, I yes, I do. Thank you. And the fireworks are amping up, so I think I'm missing. I, I want to see. I because yeah, I'm in Germantown. It's not like it's the Fourth of July, or am I downtown where the big? I hear they have happens. the best chocolate Ooh. cake there. They have nice chocolate cake, depending on which restaurant you go to. <sighs> Uh, the, the, there's a downtown uh, cheesecake. Okay, no, you know what? No, that was. A, I'm sorry. Oh that was a bad God. German chocolate cake joke that no one got. So let's just move on. No, I got it. I got it. I'm just secretly slapping you in my. Aw, that's all. All right. Aw, see, there's the love, and I love. Oh, you, you know, I love you too, Mon. 
and I'm and I'm still and I said, don't be fat. Get a room. <laughs> All right, Mark. Yeah, I get love your you. room. So, okay, we can. Take yeah, picture. Mark. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Mark. Mark doesn't like me anyway. Mark he's loves a, he, you. He, what are you talking no. about? I don't know. And it's okay. It's okay. I'm annoying. <laughs> I'm annoying. So it's No. Like, it's all what are you talking about, Monica? I don't I don't know. Because like who can when I speak? And I'm sorry for that. What? <laughs> okay, don't act like I don't talk a lot and interrupt. We're well, supposed stuff, to talk yeah. on here. That's what we're on here for. I, 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 I thought there was like a rule that interruption was part of the rule or something it is part yeah of the rule. okay i'm just trying to apologize here well you know what the the real test will the real monica the real test will be once you say goodbye and then you can just listen to what mark says about you after you're gone <laughs> i know i know i'm gonna check back out after a while i'm gonna, you know i will because i know y'all do see y'all didn't even do talk about candace well because you because, interrupted yeah, us you, we were going to talk about her yeah, but then you interrupted yeah, us. I did. <laughs> I did. So what's, y'all, you know what? I love you all, and I've got to go play We Pokemon. love you. I, and find these fireworks. Catch, catch, catch me a pinkaroo. A, pink, a pinkaroo? Okay. Uh, wait. No, Paul, you're going to have to tell your daughter in Australia to catch Kev a pinkaroo for me, okay? Yep, he already caught. It's 12. Oh, sweet. Awesome. You're taken care of, Kev. Don't say I never did anything for yeah, you. You came through. You got, you got us a good one. Yep, I hope so. I hope one of them has a good IV. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, seriously, love you all. This night means so much to me, and I just always look forward to it, even though I'm not on Anchor much anymore because Anchor 3.0 sucks to me. And well, I'm never on Anchor anymore, so. I know. I, I saw you made the move. And I just cannot keep up with things uh, that are happening because, you know, I got a new young girl, blah, blah, blah. My aunt finally, two and a half months worth of issues, finally got her glasses and so we're good for like I don't know maybe a day or two I got left and I got a lot of stuff to do in that day or two and so you know it's just been crazy and I hate that I can't keep up I miss hearing voices and I I really do miss um I Mark I don't know if you're see I don't even know if you're on much I know that you were slacking off and listening more but I used to love um your segments um, they would make me, I don't know, they'd make me see things, some things differently, you know, and I would try so hard. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to take that advice. We're going to just be positive. We're going to, we're going to do it this. We're going to be responsible for that. And I mean, cause it's all right. And it's all stuff I know. It's just, I have a hard time implementing it. You know how it is. I do. It's, it's better to take a, it's better to take somebody to the gym with you. Workout buddy. Amen. No, I haven't been. I mean, I, I went on Anchor, actually. I recorded something on Anchor a few days ago, and that's the first time in a very long time. I just wanted to sort of see if I could figure out how, you know, it works since they've redone it. Right. So, But I haven't been on Lemur, really, either. So I, I know haven't been you anywhere. haven't. I'm never on Lemur. I'm only on Lemur because of this, and it's because... I'm sorry, Jen, but I only have time for so many social apps, and there are too many as it is that I can't even keep up with, for God's sake, that I'm sitting here apologizing for. 
Because I miss your weekly music challenges. Kevin and I were talking about that. I was like, what? I miss that. I miss it too. So, uh, I, miss, I don't have time. But like you, I just don't have time for them. They, they took up a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, well, even yeah. Jennifer has lured me onto Lemur more than I used to be, and I have to say, I it gives me more, definitely gives me more of an old school anchor vibe where it's easier to communicate and have a conversation that kind of flows. And yet, you never do original cast. Hmm. But I know, you know what? That's what. That's why I actually like because when I first came on to Anchor V One, I really didn't do original cast. I would go and listen to things that I found interesting and join conversations. Okay, I'm still waiting for you to like. That sounds creepy, Kat. So, why is that creepy to join a I'm conversation? Just, I'm just kidding. I'm going to throw out as a newbie here because, you know, you guys have been doing this for a long time. Um, after meeting Monica, well, I don't know, three or four months ago or so and, and getting to know her better recently, yeah. she encouraged me to podcast. And tonight I published my first podcast. It's very short. Oh, Congratulations. Oh, yeah, I told him. You know, what was it about? What was your podcast about? Well, it was, it was it was literally between finishing the movie and starting our call. So, so it was quick. Wow. It was quick. <laughs> and what I'm usually it? quick, but sometimes you got to be quick. So you know, great. Okay, I'm trying so hard not to do a dirty joke. Yeah, right I'm now. so proud. This is of not you. easy for me. I'm so proud. What are you talking about, Kevin? <laughs> what, what jokes are you making? I'm, I'm we're having a serious moment here, Kevin. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, All right. Did you plug your TV back in or something? I'll be good. Anyway, <laughs> but, um, no, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, bye, Monica. Bye. bye. Love you, Monica. Bye, love bye Monica. You happy hunting. Pika, see you hunting. later. Oh, thank you. See you soon, babe. Thank you. Bye. Now, Paul, how do you know Monica? I missed that. I'm not sure I'm allowed to talk about this on something that is going to be. Oh, I'm sorry. No, uh, we play Pokemon together. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Okay. Yes. But you don't live in the same place. No. Okay. So I live in New Jersey and I work as an IT consultant and I've been traveling to Memphis for about nine months now. Oh, okay. When you travel, then you play Pokemon Go. But right now you're not in Memphis. I'm not in Memphis, but I play Pokemon Go everywhere I am because I don't have to be in Memphis to play Pokemon Go. No, we met for we met uh, probably three or four months ago. I'm not exactly sure exactly when or something, and started becoming friends and and then uh, whatnot. So, you know, but uh, no, she's fantastic. So, yeah, and she 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 led him to the Gnomeflix movie club. Aww, she did indeed. I love that when people do that. She leads me to a lot of things, and it's fun. So you know, aw, you crazy kids. that's very cool very cool yeah she's she's pretty fantastic um yeah i'll stop there for the moment oh yeah because she she will hear this so yes she will so you've got to be careful what you say yeah you can't talk about her but we can but we can oh she's 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 heard it all i i love the death out of her she's fantastic person um and we uh yeah, hear the so. bad stuff we don't want to hear all the good stuff that's stuff you say to her face <laughs> we want to hear the juicy good stuff like um i don't know she does annoying things or i don't know i don't know i mean she's just so darn sweet that's really annoying or something Aww. like that okay Aww. that's fine let's go with that does she chew with her mouth <laughs> open um i'm too busy looking in her eyes oh, sorry oh, okay yeah you're good you're good oh my god um mark how is your dad 
Oh, thank you for asking. Um, I just, I just went down there. Um, I, I, I literally flew down, um, got there like in the late afternoon, went and spent the next day, you know, checking him out and the nursing home and left the following day. Mark, like, give I Paul just... a little backstory. <clears throat> I was about to ask actually. Um, my father is, he has vascular dementia and he is in a nursing home in, uh, North Carolina, in New Bern, North Carolina. And, um, he has been a type one diabetic, uh, all of his life. Well, not all of his life, but for a large part of his life for many, many years since I was very young. And, um, now, you know, it, it's starting to, you know, affect him in a greater way. So he last uh, September had to have a toe amputated and then had to go in again to have some more of the toe amputated. And now it's um, it's starting to spread. So the doctor, I had some, a consultation. He was back in the hospital and I had a consultation with the surgeon and they said that, um, you know, the, the gangrene essentially is starting to spread. And so they said the only option because of where the artery is and the kind of clog that it is, because, you know, it's, um, uh, I forgot the name for it that a lot of diabetics get with circulation. Um, but at any rate, the only option was an above the knee amputation on his leg and um they're not even sure that that would really ease any pain for him ultimately and but but it would definitely put him into a state you know of as you can imagine you know first of all not having necessarily the mind to comprehend um you know, exactly what is going on necessarily from one minute to the next, but then awakening to find your leg gone and yep. all of that. So um, in, con- in consulting with the surgeon, I said, no. So we're just doing comfort care, which essentially is just making him as comfortable as he can be until, you know, until he's not here. Yep. So, um, so, you know, he's on a lot of pain medication. They're trying to get the balance right. Like, um, you know, he's got a fentanyl patch and they are giving him slow doses of morphine. and t- You know, and I can only imagine, you know, what kind of pain that is. But when I went there, because I had not been there, um, it's sort of a long story. But when the last time I saw him, um, m- my mom was down there and she was um, in the last stages of, uh, pancreatic cancer before she passed away. So he was in an assisted living place at that point. And then it was right after my mom passed away and I came back home that he ended up in the hospital and had to have this toe removed. And that's when he ended up in the nursing home because the assisted living place wouldn't take him back. So I talked to them every other day on the phone, but I've never been there. And had never like met them and all that. So the major part of this trip, because dealing with him, he doesn't really, you know, like 
he knows who I am and all that kind of stuff, but there's no real great level of excitement to see Excellent. me or anything of that nature. And that's not much different than it would have been before, before the vascular dementia. Um, he's just kind of that kind of guy, like just no level of real, like everything's kind of just the same, you know? And so I knew that, you know, he would probably be sleeping most of the time and there wouldn't be a lot of verbal interaction. So it, it wasn't so important. I didn't think to be there, you know, visiting him for days on end when I would just be watching him basically. But I did need to have some comfort that my assumptions about the nursing home were correct because I did really believe that these people truly cared and uh, you know, that they were very kind people and all of that, but you don't never, you never know. But so I did not tell them that I was coming. They did not know. And I came and the place is very clean. Um, He was very clean. There was no like assaulting smell as you will often get in a nursing home. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, and, and they're very loving. I mean, I got lots of hugs because I talk to these people all the time. So it's the first time that they had seen, we'd seen each other in person. So I got lots of hugs. And I, so, you know, with him, it was it was funny because he didn't have his eyes open, even though he's awake. And they brought me in and said, Mr. Ward, you've got a visitor. And so, you know, I said, hi, dad. And, he, and they said, do you know who the who's here and they said well it sounds like my son and and uh they're like uh open your eyes <laughs> <laughs> so um he knew me he knew my dog was with me um he knew uh you know my dog and all of that but um my main concern at this point was um <laughs> when I, I was there for lunch and i fed i was feeding him his lunch and he would just like there was some rice and he would chew it on the left and he would chew it on the right and then he would chew it back on the left and then he would chew it back on the right and he just was constantly chewing and not swallowing he could swallow because he had taken some drinks but he just wouldn't and so we really couldn't get him to eat and so he eventually fell asleep and I left for a couple of hours and I came back and he still had that food in his mouth. So that's so kind of wild. Yeah, so I talked to them about it and I guess, you know, they had just they had just um switched the meds, you know, the day before. He had eaten breakfast well. So I think they were still trying to get the balance right, you know. Mm -hmm. on the pain medication so that he's not in pain, but that he's also, you know, alert somewhat. So they tell me that he's been eating well since I left. I don't know, you know, Um, but he must be because his blood sugar, you know, I always check his blood sugar and stuff, what it is, and it seems to be relatively okay. So he's got to be eating something. Um so, you know, that's kind of where it is. And when I left him, I said, you know, Dad, I'm going to go home. I'm going to go now. And he said, are you going home? And I said, yeah. And I said, you know, I love you, Dad. He goes, I love you too, even though I can be a, um, a, a uh, what did he say? Like a, something like a firecracker, I think is what he said, even though I can be a firecracker, which I thought was really funny. Also a gross understatement, but um, 
Yeah, but, well, know, in Sweden, he was at least trying to give you that kind of. Yes, it was. It was closure or something. But but the best thing about it, which um, you know, <clears throat> Kevin especially will understand. But Jennifer also the best thing is when I got there, I got there on uh, like a Thursday after or Wednesday afternoon, and so I was debating. You know, I didn't know like how long they allowed visitors or whatever. And I was like, you know, I don't know whether I should go tonight or whether I should just wait and spend the whole day the next day. So I decided not to go. And by the grace of God, I did not go because I found out the next day that my sister was there. Uh, wow. And, and that that would have been very ugly. So, so I was very happy. I was like, that was divine intervention. That, um, that, because that just would have made the whole visit a whole other thing. So, so I was in and out very quickly. So it was an, it was an easy trip, except, you know, it's a, it's a two and a half hour drive from um, Raleigh, Durham, from the airport to this place. And the only exciting, the only un, uh, sort of interesting, exciting thing was on the way back to the airport, the GPS decided to do its own thing like it it went offline like 30 minutes into the trip and was like telling me to turn on streets that weren't there oh. <laughs> off an interstate and this is not like a straight shot you know where where you just think oh well you know i just go down this highway or whatever it's not like that it's a little circuitous so i'm like oh my god like am i am i going the right way am i on the right path oh my god am i gonna make it to the airport time for my flight but eventually it went back online and luckily I was still, um, you know, en route. So it was all good. That was a very long answer to your question, Jennifer, but there it is. Well, the interesting thing is that when you're telling us a story about how you had te- technical difficulties, we all just believed you. <laughs> Whereas when other people have technical difficulties for some reason, well, you have a I hard time believing I them. I can't Google um, that technical <laughs> but I could Google power outages in LA today. So, and Mark is the one who started it. Is all I have to say. So oh, that's the one who said you were off at another party, having a good time with other people. Uh, well, anyway, I, I, after today, I think I will st- try to seek out another group just in case as a backup. <laughs> but um, now, Jennifer, uh, for the benefit of Paul, you, you don't know this. Jennifer is like she doesn't work for Disney, but she is like the ambassador of Disneyland. She practically I think she gets mail there now. So, Jennifer, I was curious to ask you, did you go to Pixar Pier yet? Of course, yeah. I've been to Pixar Pier. It's like crazy busy. It's not that much different than it was than Paradise Pier. It really okay, is. So, so what is Pix, Pixar Pier or whatever this is? It's in California Adventure. So okay. it's Disneyland Resort. It's their other park that's right across the street from, or right across the way from Disneyland. And they just revamped the entire uh, entire section of it. They're really moving towards Marvel and Pixar and doing different things. So, like um, at the end of the summer, they're taking out um, Bugs Land and they're putting in a whole Marvel area. And then they just changed because the whole thing was. It was called California Adventure, but I think Disney realized that 
people don't really want to go to California Adventure in California when they could go there to the actual places. They're right there. Yeah, that's what's so crazy. Yeah, they basically the California Adventure was like a like little miniature versions of parts of California, which is like, well, we're already here. We don't need a fake version of Hollywood. So, yeah, that would have been like that would have been like if in Epcot Center you had the Florida country. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it's like. And so um, they're so slowly is that, like. Is that where the Toy Story thing was on your Instagram? Is that there or is yes. that somewhere else? So the Toy Story is okay. on Pixar Pier um, along with the, uh, the Mickey Wheel, which they might have renamed. And then they had uh, the roller coaster called um, California Screaming, and now it's called. Incredicoasters, themed Incred- after Incredicoasters. Yeah, and apparently I haven't been on it yet because. It's the one thing I can't do at Disneyland because it goes upside down. And um, since I had my son, I, going upside down makes me incredibly nauseous. So I'm going to go on it one time when we're about to leave the park <laughs> because I can't not go on a ride. But um, I, I can't do it at the beginning or I'll be done for just, the day. Just don't have chili for lunch. Yeah, no. That is truly an ambassador to Disney. Even I know I'm going to be sick, but I have to do this. I do. Except for I will tell you, they used to have this this ride um, where you get in it and they shot it shot you up like um, it was like this big, you know, in those amusement parks where you take the hammer and you slam it down and something shoots up. Yeah. And tells you how strong you are. So it was one of those. And I hadn't been on it yet. And I get on it with my stepdaughter. And they strap me in and I go, I can't do it. I can't do it. Get me out. Get me out. Get me out now. And the guy's looking at me like, you're not serious. I'm like, no, I am dead serious. Get me off this ride right this minute. And then they close that ride. So I never did go on that one. <laughs> but, is, that, is it the kind where you're like sitting in the chair and you shoot up to the top and then go down? Yes. Oh, I've done that. Yeah. I, 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 and it's funny because I can do... Um, guardians of the galaxy which is basically you're in an elevator and you're shooting up and you're shooting down but you're not seeing you know what's below you and that does make me a little tiny um like my tummy um i have to be careful not to eat right before i go on that ride but it's my favorite ride because i get to scream from the time the doors close until they open Mm -hmm. i always like tap the person in front of me and say i just want to apologize in advance because I am going to be screaming very loud through this whole thing. Um, I can do upside down. I cannot do things that go backwards. Oh, I don't. I'm trying to think if they have anything that goes backwards. They probably don't. But you know how, like, um, at some amusement parks, like they have a roller coasters that go backwards. Yeah. No. Um, Rod- I cannot do that. Revenge. I cannot do that. Yeah, Knott's Berry Farm has a Montezuma's Revenge, and you go up and over in a circle and back up, and then you do the whole thing backwards. And, and as can't... a kid, I could do it no problem. The, not a, so... not a problem at all. But now, not so much. And so I can't do things that spin. Like I mean, I can do things that spin modestly, but but if it's like full circles, like over like and over, the teacups. Yeah, I'm with you. No, the the teacups yeah, I can do. When I was a kid, I, I used to love pretty much everything. But then when I got a little older, I'm 40 this year, um, about well, about 10 years ago, I realized I just don't like random spinny, throwing crap in an amusement park ride. Don't just spin me around. Don't just, you know, toss it back and forth. I don't want something that's going to, like, throw me up 100 foot and down 100 feet fast. A roller coaster, that's a hell of a lot of fun. But just, you know, we have a purpose or something. 
Yeah, like some of those rides at the fairs. Yeah, I know. And I just want to, I want to look at my kids and I say, yep, you can go do that. I'll watch because yeah. it's just not entertaining anymore. It's just like, why? And I cannot sit in the front of the roller coaster. I can't do it. I'm too too scared. I mean, I'm absolutely terrified. I'm that person to you as the um, the ride is climbing that first that first incline where I'm like, oh dear God, what have I done? Yes. Why why do I do this? Why? 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 (laughs) Then I'm fine once we go down that first hill. But yeah, I'm the same way. Why? 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 Did you do you watch nine one one at all? I do not. Oh, because the okay, the, you, okay. You episodes. mentioned Jennifer. You're mentioning something that I was gonna say. Um, because I am. I like wussy roller coasters. I, I, I am not going upside down. That's I've never. When I was a kid, no, no thanks. I'm not going upside down. And the poster art for um uh for nine one one that show in one of their first episodes earliest episodes had my fear that you'd go upside down there'd be a failure catastrophic failure of your harness or whatever and you go plummeting down i that's why i have never gone upside down on a ride ever really yeah and that that scene that's with some guy that gets talked to going on a roller coaster that he doesn't want to go on and yeah it's that was gnarly (laughs) <laughs> and when the, I was at show. California Adventure the day it opened, and the, that ride broke down at the very top. Unfortunately, they were not upside down, but everybody had to get off the ride at the very top of the coaster. And I'm afraid of heights. And Imagine to walk off that ride, and I have pictures of it. And I just was thinking, if that had been me, I'd be sitting in that seat, going, "No, I'm going to sit here." <laughs> Until the ride starts getting, I will not be able to step out of this. The scariest one that I've done that's like that is at six. I don't know if I don't think it's still there. They've renamed it or whatever. But here at Six Flags, um, they had like at at one time, a long time ago, it was the Batman one, and it was it was a, a roller coaster that did go upside down and all that. But it was the kind where your legs were hanging. Uh yeah. Like where you're on almost like a bicycle kind of seat and you're harnessed, you know, from the top, but, but your legs are hanging. That's like really much more terrifying. Mm-hmm. Too scary. Yeah. Well, there, you know, you think people, I always think, oh, it's safe. Nobody's ever died, but that's not true. People die. Well, my, my, my people die at Disneyland all the time. It goes back to the whole you're you're just as likely to like get struck by lightning while driving your car as 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 whatever. I look at a roller coaster. I'm like, okay, don't think too far into the future because just think far enough to sit in the seat. Once you're in the seat and it starts going, you don't have a choice, and you're probably going to enjoy it. You know? So uh, you know, finish it up, see or how it goes. Have you a know? heart attack. <laughs> one of those things well a couple, uh, actually a couple of years ago during the summer um i saw uh, uh something on the news about a girl where there was some kind of cable broke on some kind of uh like one of those rides that, that like you talked about jennifer where you go shooting up really high and then you fall back down a cable snapped and it sheared the from the ankle down this girl's feet and part of her calves Oh my god! And I was like, okay, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I well, feel really um, good about not, not writing stuff ago, like One that. of those cables broke and killed somebody. Okay, I've got an idea. 
happy conversation. What's next? <laughs> well, okay, here's something. I will be going to Disneyland tomorrow. I will be going on the Star Wars ride, which I don't okay. go on a whole lot, but I'm definitely going to be going on it tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, after seeing that movie, I just have to. Now, Jennifer, what kind of uh, what kind of annual pass do you have? Because I know that there was a big uh, kind of a ruckus amongst the you Disney faithful about the fact that uh, they they are limiting the days you can go because of the anticipated the crowd they're they're anticipating for the new Star Wars land. Yeah, they're. Uh, I don't have that one. I have the second to the top one. How would I? You know what? Why did I even bother asking? <laughs> like you would have that was, low rent Disney pass. Yeah, I, I, I unfortunately. I have the second to the top one, so I'm not. I'm only blocked um, Christmas and New Year's, and other than that, I can go every single day. And I would if I didn't work, or to have the Netflix Movie Club. We were supposed to go today, but no, I did not go today. You know why? <laughs> because that's how important the Netflix Movie Club is to me. Just so you know. Well, you know, I like to oh say my- I wish it was that important to everybody. You know, because some people had a power edge. Uh, yeah. I hope you're using quotes when you say that. I did. There was a. There was a. a oh, 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 I heard. I heard the air quotes. quotes. I, I, I heard your fingers bending. Excellent. I heard it. <laughs> Very painful emotionally for me to be just completely not trusted by by old friends and new apparently well you know you, you know the good news is that on lemur you can post pictures so you can post a picture of some of my of an appliance that's off or whatever. from the government agency stating yes indeed there was a power outage and here it is for all you non-believers so well, let me ask a question is there any intent do you have you guys heard anything from lemur if they're working on an android app because i yes. had this tell it's been it, it's been tested, and they, in fact, I know a couple people who went through the testing on it, and now they're just finishing working out the bugs, and it's supposed to be out, and here I'm using air quotes, soon, okay? So maybe, maybe weeks to months, maybe? Maybe weeks to months, and then once they get Android out, then they can start um, doing some of the fixes that they desperately need to do. Yeah. Did anybody I'm... say I never want to see that ye- little yellow button again? Well, I had to steal somebody's old iPhone to be able to use uh, to, the the app today, but it was a lot of fun. So, yeah. Well, and also, yeah, I thank you for voting. And one thing you may not know is that you guys can recommend, even though no one ever does. I always say people can recommend movies that they want to be not to, to be be voted on, uh, and almost n- never. It's I don't think has it happened maybe once. Did somebody drunkenly message me to well, recommend Well, that's because you always do such a good job picking the movies. You're basically I saying actually vote, I actually right? called you and said, let's watch Magic Mike. So don't say that I didn't do it. Oh, you were the one that was, yeah, you were the one that drunkenly messaged me about <laughs> <laughs> about a crowd pleaser of a, of a stri- of stripper movie. Yes, okay, I remember. I remember. Because I've never seen the movie and I knew that I could get to watch it if it was a Netflix movie. Otherwise, I'm never going to see it. So, so something I meant to watch recently in the theater and I didn't actually manage to get to is Deadpool 2. That would okay. be a very. I haven't seen it. Netflix movie. 
movie, I think. You actually saw Deadpool 2, Jennifer? No, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Oh, okay, yeah. Deadpool. I was, I was going to be about to be all kinds of shocked. Yeah, no, the, if it's available on Netflix, I can guarantee that it will at least be up for, uh, uh, it'll be uh, nominated by me, but I don't know if you guys, it'll be up, be up to you guys to choose it. Unless it's Magic Mike, and then it won't be. Well, again, okay, well, Jennifer, okay, just just for future reference to let you know, I try to, my rule with choosing the movies that I nominate are, are, are two things. I try to get Netflix originals because I like to have us have an experience that none of us have seen a movie sometimes. And then the other thing is I try to get movies that are new-ish, that are either just new to Netflix uh, kind of thing. So that's why I'm not normally doing classic things that like, you know, like The Exorcist or something. Um you know, normally I'm nominate. I'm trying to put up newer movies, kind of thing. Well, you do an have excellent ever- job, is all I have to say. And that's you why ever- we don't feel the need to have to like uh, recommend anything because you do the hard work for us. Have you ever done a month, Kev, where you recommended nothing but three Netflix originals? Um, that's a good question. I think, yeah, I think we. I think I you think did. during. Um, I think you did. Uh, yeah, I, was, I think I. It makes some good stuff. You know? Yeah, I think we. Well, in fact, my favorite movie that we've ever done was What Happened to Monday, and that was the Netflix original. Um, and we watched. Was Fundamentals of Caring a Netflix movie? You know, I'm not sure if that was. I don't think it was, but Which it was one? Fundamentals, Fundamentals of Caring. Caring. Oh, that was a Sundance movie, wasn't no, it? No, yeah, it, it was not. It was not a Netflix movie, I don't think. But Pottersville. Well, actually. actually it, it, it might have been. It was only released. Oh, I don't know. What the hell do I know? Well, it could have. It could have been. No, we've done. We've had. I think in December. I mean, I mean, I mean, October. We had nothing but Netflix originals. Because I think we did. We had. Uh, I think we had three or almost three. But I tried it when. If depending on how many they give me or what what the options are of that particular month, I I do like to be it to be heavy. We had a, another really good Netflix original, uh, Deidre and Lainey Rob a Train that actually won, and that movie was kick ass. We 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 all really enjoyed that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a really good one. Um, yeah, it looks like yeah, it's an, Fundamentals of Caring was an original Netflix film. Just FYI, just and it won. It. You it guys was. voted for yeah. it. No. I'm always rooting. The, the, I can't remember what month it was, but it was one month that I was really rooting for the Netflix original, and it got trounced because it was. Um, and I thought that basically, when I, I shouldn't tell you this, but my my fiendish plan was giving you guys <laughs> two blockbusters and one Netflix original. I thought that they would cancel each other out. It did not work. I because <laughs> it was I nominated um, the two blockbusters were uh, uh, let's see, Guardians of the Galaxy two and um, uh, the most recent pirates of the caribbean and some sensitive like you know um uh hug your family after it ends movie and you guys were like no dice we want we want to go to this uh, uh, uh outer space and it like it went down to a not me defeat. i voted i voted for that other movie yes and another one Another winner we had that was a Netflix original was Wheelman. That one won. So we've had we've had some originals that have won. But I try I try if I had if I had really good options, I would nominate like all originals just to have the experience where no none of us go into it, even except for some you evil. Should, people. Go surely ahead. there's the option. 
surely surely one month you can just you know search through the netflix originals because there's always lots of stuff out there yeah you know what i okay every month i watch every trailer of every movie that's new to that month and last times they do evil trick ones that were like subtitle movies and i don't think subtitles in the gnome flicks movie club go together no. so <laughs> challenge accepted okay come on <laughs> surely, can you surely, imagine? Surely. does it does it have to be does it have to be a new to netflix movie it does no no i've done some that have been around for a month or two but i try to get things that are at least new ish uh but if it's something that's Netflix original and people haven't watched, you know, it could well, be. There, well, the, the problem is there are some evil people that are regular members of the group that literally watch everything the day it drops. So they will uh, already have seen everything. And, I've, and I'll tell some of those people privately that, you know, that are, I'm probably going to nominate these movies. So don't watch these things. You have a plethora of other things to watch. Do not watch the originals when there's like two Netflix originals or one good Netflix original that comes out a particular month. Don't see it and they watch it, it t- together. But they're like, screw you. So <laughs> they do it anyway. Have you ever tried anything outside of the movie genre? Any, 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 um, you know, I don't know, cartoons or, or no, anything no silly? Cartoons. Well, um, let's see. I, I, uh, let's see. We, wa- I wanted to do like a Netflix original thing, maybe for. I thought it would be a, a fun live event because it's hard to find things that we can all watch at the same time. And they started doing SNL Saturday Night Live, airing on the East Coast and West Coast at the same time, where you actually can watch it here on the West Coast at um, eight o'clock at night, and they're watching it at eleven, uh, eight thirty at night, and they're watching it at eleven thirty at night. But that um, I we it ended up not doing it. Maybe I'll try once to do it uh, this fall or whatever, and see if people are game to try something like that. Mm-hmm. Hey Jennifer, yes. What? Which is the Saturday that you're here? The fourteenth. Uh, yes, the fourteenth. Okay, I just want to make sure. Yes, don't make plans. Ooh, what I kind would, of restaurants are you going to take? That's another thing. Jennifer is going to be meeting. Um, uh, she's going to Chicago for quote unquote business, and she's going Pokemon to go. Uh, Pokemon Go. <laughs> uh, the business of Pokemon Go, uh, and she, so what kind of restaurants are you going to take her to, uh, Mark? Yeah, where are you taking me? I don't know. She'll be running around the park, like looking for. <laughs> yeah, because the whole time we're to get we're, we talk to each other, I'll be playing Pokemon Go the whole time. Just FYI, just so, just so you know. <laughs> I used to fly that way from work, actually. Um, a couple years ago, my, my work took me for about a year for most of, pretty much all of 2016 and the first couple of months, two or three months of 2017 to Chicago. And I'd fly into, and I'd work in Schaumburg, freaking Illinois. For the, uh, Lord, God bless you. No freaking kidding. I, there was a there was the office right next to the hotel. There was the interstate on one side. There was a freaking um, Costco on one side and Ikea on the other side. It was it was pretty miserable, actually. You know. oh, it the, traffic, the traffic out there is almost worse than it is in the city. Well, I never um, drive because I'd, I'd get and get to the airport. I'd Uber to a hotel and then basically I'd be there and I'd walk around and eat and stuff like that. But I would like to say for many reasons, Memphis is better. And I'll just leave it at that. Well, I'm sure, but Schaumburg is not Chicago. Let's just be clear about <laughs> oh, that. I know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm being facetious when I, when I say I flew to Chicago. I, we went downtown occasionally, but, you know, 
The, the people, the people in the suburbs like to think they're Chicago, but they're wrong. No, no, no. I miss, I miss, I miss cities. I spent seven years working and living, living near London and working in London, and then a year in Sydney, and then I moved back to the states again. I'm like, oh great, here's Schomburg. Oh, this is yeah, yeah. But 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 being there, didn't you have access to all the Swedish meatballs you could eat? <laughs> I, I did, but there is actually. Um, I, I learned this eventually. There's a limit, you know. <laughs> you know, you're like, you're like, wow, I've, I've had all the Swedish meatballs. I'm not sure what to do next. And then apparently you go to Costco, and then you're like, wow, that's boring. So you know. They do have lots of samples, though. <laughs> they do. They do. And, and you can buy a liter of whiskey for the price of 750 milliliters whiskey and uh, and then get your drunk, your colleagues drunk. It's good fun. So yeah, that was nice. That's cool. There you go. Where's the best place you've ever been to travel-wise that you would want to go back to? Oh, God. That's a hard question. I mean, we lived – well, okay. So, so, so rewinding slightly – I'll answer this question twice in different ways. My favorite place to travel ever in anywhere is Yellowstone because we did that a lot as kids growing up and I've been taking my family a lot. And where, it's, where is it? Say it again. Sorry. Yellowstone, Yellowstone National Park over oh, okay, in Wyoming. Okay, okay. Because I love the outdoors, love the love all the geothermal shit, love all the waterfalls and the animals and it's good fun. Now, but you know, I moved in 2007 to, to England. It was there for seven years and then a year in Australia. Um, and England is fantastic. I mean, you know, I really got to enjoy the culture, eventually became British and blah, blah, blah. And that was a hell of a lot of fun. It was a great launching point because it's very easy to pop over from there to various places around Europe and stuff. And we had a lot of fun doing that. Um, Australia for a year was like a like a year long vacation. I worked, you know, worked in Sydney and we lived in a little suburb and blah, blah, blah. And it was fun. It's good fun. I'm 40, you know, a dozen or, or more fantastic beaches like within a 45 minute drive. So I, I, I moved there in 2016 in December. I'm sorry, 2015 December. And was there for six weeks before my family arrived and learned how to surf, which is great for a slightly, slightly fat older gentleman. Um, and had a lot of fun with that. And uh, yeah, so no, a lot of good places. And in Europe, I mean, we had, we had some great trips. We went to Germany once. We went to um, Scotland a few times. And yeah, lots, lots of good places to go, so. And where have all your kids lived? Um, my kids were all born in America, and when we moved abroad, Are my they children. Are babies? I'm just wondering. No, not. <laughs> I'm well, for, Never I'm mind. That means, but what? <laughs> now you have to explain. What a- anchor babies? What the hell is an anchor baby? Okay, Kevin, you know, right? Wait, do you mean okay? At first, at first, my mind thought you meant some kind of like like th- that you had a kid that was born from somebody you met on Anchor. But then I thought, no, you mean some Republicany thing about <laughs> that? I know, haven't you? It's been all over the news that they were talking about. Um, oh, they're calling them Anchor babies. Yeah, that some How someone that based, is- someone who's pre- who's not who's someone who's eight and eight months uh. and uh, twenty nine days pregnant who crawls across the border, has a baby, and the baby's an American <laughs> citizen, so that, that's their anchor, and that will help them to stay in the United States. So now well, wait, if you're British and American, can you have dual um, citizenship yes. when you're British? Yes. Okay, so it wasn't an anchor baby. Okay, just wondering. So, so now that I understand the two questions being asked, 
A, Monica and, and I have never had children together. And B, uh, <laughs> because she's the only one I know. Because she's the, because she's the only one I know an anchor besides you guys, and I met you guys tonight. And, and B, no, my children were all born before we moved to the UK. Um, and so, therefore, there was no anchorage involved of radio or internet or. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never have, never had children with, with Monica that you know of. <laughs> <laughs> just, see, see, now is when I should shut up, okay? But we're just going to. Hey, by the way, I lived in the UK for a while. Uh, huh? Something else? Oh, my. Well, first of all, have, have, Paul, have I seen you on House Hunters International? Because it feels no. like you, you should have been cast ages ago. They should have shown you looking for a place in oh, Sydney or something. I, I, I couldn't have afforded it, but I'm sure I should have been cast for many things. But, you know, you know instead I became a computer geek. So, you know, when I was in early college, it was either, it was either uh, majoring in theater or majoring in something else. And eventually I found computers and... Yeah. Oh well, maybe you don't understand. House Hunters is a sh- is a show on HGTV, uh, Home and Garden Television, where basically they show people looking for a house. So, and in the oh, concept- oh, yeah. okay, so that's what I meant. So not like yeah. So the, the, the international version, people are literally renting places. Um, like it's lots, it's lots of Americans that are either studying abroad or have a job and be working somewhere for a couple of years, and we see them searching for a place to live. And my favorite thing about that, what the international thing is this it's always the exact same story it's somebody who was very happy living in the u.s and their and their spouse gets a job offer to work somewhere in paris or in tanzania or someplace and so the person who is there um uh who had who doesn't have a job anymore they're like i want a place that feels like home and the other person's like you know what i want to if, if, we're, if we're gonna be in tanzania i want to feel like i'm in tanzania my thought would be like wait a minute bastard I'm here because of you. Your, Tanzania is everywhere you look. In my house, it's gonna, I'm going to have a big kitchen and a normal-sized refrigerator, and you can experience Tanzania whenever you walk outside. Our situation was, was different because our situation was self-imposed. We lived there for seven years, and we met a lot of American families that had moved over, but they were all, I used to, as I used to call them, I used to call them they were imports. You know, a company had moved them there. No, in 2006, in December, I was at a Christmas party in Oklahoma City with a friend of mine who was British. And by the morning, I'd come with the idea of moving to UK because you know what? Hey, that sounds like fun. And three, four, five months later, I'd found a job and I'd moved there. I was moving my family there because no, we weren't. This wasn't like my company moved me. This was like, hey, this sounds like fun. Why not? Let's do this thing. It was a big red button I had to push it once I came up with the idea. So, no, that's actually what's what's the smart thing is if you're going to move abroad, I've uh, uh, I feel like go somewhere people speak English. <laughs> so it's like, those are the kind of foreign films I like. I love foreign films where like from uh, Australia and and from, and from the UK. So your kids have you lived in the U.S. and they they lived in the U.K. with you? Yes. But they were born here, Jennifer. Didn't he say that they were his kids were no, born? No, I they I uh, I'm asking if they moved um, overseas with you. Did they live in Australia? Have they lived in other countries? Or oh, you know what? We here? lost him. Is you're not going to get an answer? Oh, okay. I guess he got tired of us. <laughs> is that is that what happened? Oh, the anchor baby talk scared him off, Jennifer. He, Apparently, he, he left before the interrogation was complete. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> he was like, no. 
Fox News talk for me. Thank you. I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, well, that is pretty funny. So now, so now uh, I, it raises the question for me. I was wondering, is it so it must not be too difficult to become a, a British citizen then, huh? Yeah, I wasn't sure if he got married to somebody or if that was I did that's one thing we and I, I didn't want to grill him too hard because again, he is Monica's new squeeze. So I don't want to mess things up. Unlike Jennifer who doesn't care if she ruins their relationship. But um <laughs> I was concerned. So I wasn't exactly sure. I I know he didn't really expound on how he became a UK citizen. citizen. Of, yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing, Kevin. It was very irresponsible of Monica to start dating someone before we screened them. Oh, also, you know what? I can't believe that she left him here by himself with us. That was dangerous. That was pretty funny. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was to go catch imaginary animals. Yeah, for real. Okay, my husband just came out and is asking me a question. Hold on a second. What? Okay. Oh. Oh, he's com- He's not asking a question. He's commenting on our conversation. Okay. What was his comment? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably about is like talking about somebody else behind their back. Oh, okay. Well, we, that, that's we didn't. Oh my God! Candace that's got away scot free. That's part of what we do. I know we didn't talk. <laughs> wait, wait. We didn't talk about Tim Araneta much. We didn't talk about Tim. We didn't talk about anybody. First of all, Tim is so snooty. I, you know, he came for like two minutes and then he left and he didn't watch the movie. I know. His, oh, well, has you know, he what, been on Anchor very much? Well, no, I um um he's not on Anchor that much, but he did message me uh, basically saying that he wasn't going to vote because he didn't know if he was going to be able to be a part of it. But he was hoping for e- either of the other two movies. He didn't because he'd already seen Star Wars a couple of times, and so then I messaged him back saying, "Well, originally with Netflix Movie Club, back when I was doing it on Fridays, the idea was." that there were two ways to do it. You could either join us for the movie and comment during the movie, or for people that, like us on the West Coast, that were probably still at work, you could basically watch the movie another day and then join the discussion, you know, because uh, you'd be home around the time the discussion started. So I told right. him he could just join the discussion, which he did. He just joined us for the discussion since he, since he had already seen the movie. For like two minutes. For two minutes. Again, but... Monica scared him off, and then you scared Paul off. So you guys. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh well. Well, that's you know my method as I'm trying to just get rid of everybody. So it's just me on the phone. Well, yeah, and and anchor babies to and to me of all people because this has been a particularly rough week for me with the Fox News types. So <laughs> I'm going through a real rough time. <laughs> Oh, yeah. She just, yeah. I, I, I gotta love what's going on. It's been dark days. <laughs> so, I try to stay away from the news. Actually, you know what? It's, that's one of the healthiest things for me has been just like, I need, especially this week. This has been the, I the last. I guess I haven't heard what's going on this week. Wow. Okay. Well, the, the Supreme Court Justice. Oh, no. Is... that I lied. Now, when you, as soon as you said Supreme Court Justice. So there's that. Then there's the yeah. whole thing about, of course, the. Uh, even though the 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 the, uh, the first the, the what I love is the first the president was like, well, you know, Obama's the one that's making me take kids away from their moms, and I can't stop it. There's nothing can be done to stop it. Kevin, then, Kevin, wait. Those are all actors. 
Okay. Oh yeah, the, oh the okay. crisis the, acting. All those the, the children, the, the, yes, the, these children that are pretending to cry as if they miss their that, mothers, and they're that, basically now right. singing. They're in their trailers now, getting back rubs and mani pedis for their next scene. It, I, just, I just. What are people thinking when they speak? That's all I have to ask. Well, my but the thing to me is like, who? I mean, who is believing this? Are they really believing that that the children are pretending to be upset about being separated from their mothers? And my other favorite thing is like, it's like a summer camp. It's like, well, do you want of your kids to go to that is. camp? No, the worst, the worst part is the people who don't care about it. I mean, how how you could listen to, especially when they release the audio, you know, that first audio, and not care. I just, I don't know who you could be that you wouldn't care. You know, but that you wouldn't be hurt by that. I mean, well, no, no. Honestly, the sad part is I can't remember that. I think his name is not Steve Ducey. It's one of the guys on Fox and Friends. Basically, said that these aren't American okay, kids. Yeah. So, like, you know, basically, because so it doesn't we, matter if they're not American. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Why should we care about crying children if they're not American? Well, like, I just have to say, I was really happy that our pastor came out and said, "Hey, we're for immigrants because the Bible says we're supposed to be." So, and you yes. know, uh, something our Orange County has a very high Republican yes. base. And so, our, you know, our, a lot of our church members are Republican. I'm Republican, although I did not vote that way, just in case Yay. you were worried. Which is why we still um, speak. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, kidding, kidding. Which is why we're still friends. Um, but um, I was really happy he came out. Uh, I mean, he came on. Um, but what right after it like came out about what was going on with families and he's no, like, and I know that I, I can imagine with his congregation that that wasn't easy. That might not be a well, popular I thing mean, to say. First of all, Republicans historically, until this recent like crazy spin, were never anti-immigrant. No, that's like that. Not at all. I mean, th- this is something that is. Um, you know, because even Reagan, like, infamously spoke about, you know, the gift of Im- of immigrants in this country and, and it's all of that. So it's 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 confounding. Well, part, but the, 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 the sad truth, the part of fascism is you need an enemy. You need someone to blame right. for everything being wrong. So that it's so so Trump, the first thing he said when he got off that escalator to announce his candidacy that they're, they're sending rapists and murderers here. Um, Mexicans are rapists. Some of them are nice, but they're mostly rapists and murderers. And so that was the enemy. That's the one that's the boogeyman to be afraid of. And I will protect you from them with a giant wall. It's very, very, very distressing. And I can tell you from people that I know that are in places like um, the school district where we are spending thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to write everything in Spanish and to provide lunches. And, you know, I know a lot of people that are like, you know, my kid is getting a second class um, education because we're spending millions of dollars on these kids that aren't even bothering to learn English, you know? So there's that whole, um, I, they're taking away from me, you know, kind of mentality, which yeah. don't, as a Christian, you can't, it's, we're supposed to be giving and loving. It's not like we're supposed to be 
Well, I'm going to do what's best for me because, you know, that's what's most important. So I, I don't know. It's, well, it's, the funny, the, the funny thing about the whole books in Spanish or whatever, it's the, the whole idea of when you go to public school is you, t- you start teaching someone in the language they already speak and you're, and you're, and you're helping them to learn how to speak English through that process. Cause you can still teach them math. If they, when they first come, you don't, you don't stop teaching them anything until they learn English perfectly. And that's what, ha- that's what happens with every, yeah. gen- uh, every, every, any immigrant group there are people who came from italy their grandmother didn't never learn how to speak english but the children learned how to speak english right but people, they italian americans they don't speak italian you don't go to school and learn italian you go to school and you learn english i have no i no i agree now that's one thing i agree that one of the things i think that divides us is a language barrier so i i have no problem with people learning how to speak english but the idea that because someone's from another country and that that means that they're necessarily bad or dangerous um, or that they're stealing from us when we know that all of a sudden show that immigrants, uh, people that are new to this country commit way less crime than people who are actual citizens of our country. So right, but I, you that's have a- to look at what do you mean by stealing? Because there are people and I'm not one of them. I'm just saying there is a group, big group of people that think spending money on them is another form of their stealing is their idea of stealing from us. So not stealing from us like they're, you know, robbing, but stealing from us because they're taking our limited resources and we're applying it to them. And the whole mentality of being selfish. Yeah. And it just drives okay. me crazy. But the problem with that mentality is if that is your mentality, then don't be a hypocrite about it. Which means that if you are screaming about that, then why are you not screaming about the money that is being taken from you and used for, you know, r- ridiculous, ludicrous government spending? So oh, oh, no, exactly. the, the, yeah, these same oh. people, or these tax people, cuts for the rich. You know? yeah, exactly. The yeah. same people that well, would be super upset about the idea that they're paying to give a free lunch to some kid from uh, El Salvador aren't mad about the fact that the Koch brothers are basically buying huge tax cuts for themselves and their corporation as if being worth like a hundred billion dollars isn't enough. I mean, like being worth trillions of dollars isn't enough that it's just, it's astounding to me. The thing it's, it's, and which I don't understand why so many people that, you know, watch that, you know, Fox news don't, there's, it's always look over here. Look at these. Look at this. Look at these Mexicans, and don't look at anything else that's going on. Exactly. Focus on they, and them. And they want to just educate. They want to falsely educate people. It's it's uh, it's a crazy well, it's, world. It's, it's, it's I did want to ask death. you a question about Roseanne. And do you think it was fair that she got fired? And was that? justified me who are you asking me or paul uh, me or paul me or mark either one of you guys absolutely it was fair that absolutely she should have been fired i i absolutely think she was fired i do think um where i think it's a little crazy is nobody can act shocked by it because i mean she's been tweeting crazy for years so this wasn't unexpected she's been doing this stuff Okay, so my, my thing is, it, it wasn't the fact that it was unfair for her uh, to get fired. It's like she shouldn't have been rehired. I mean, there's images of her 
baking yeah. bur- baking cookies dressed as Hitler, cookies that look like j- little Jewish uh, gingerbread cookies um, that are burned, and she's dressed as Hitler. She should not have been rehired. And I did not feel bad for the cast members who lost their jobs. You knew who you got in bed with. She had, she had tweeted racist stuff in the past. And so it was not a surprise when she did it again um, that... Well, they didn't They didn't lose their jobs now. They rebooted it. No, they rebooted. And that's another thing. I, I will not watch the reboot. And what angers me about the reboot is she had to be bought out. She got untold millions of dollars. They have not released how much money they had to pay her to buy her out to claim that she will make no profit off of this new show. But she, yes, she got, they had to buy her out to have the rights to use those characters. So yes, she got another payday. The show should have stayed dead. And what they should have done was written a new working class show with the original, with those actors playing new characters. And she would have gotten not one thin red dime, uh, not dimes or red, one thin red penny, not uh, not another cent. I yeah, I absolutely do have a problem with her um, saying racist stuff. I have a problem with ABC even hiring her because she had a history of saying other racist things um, and other crazy deranged things. It was only a matter of time. Literally, she had a huge hit show. All she had to do is not say crazy stuff on Twitter. No, the no, thing I that say, I did I did appreciate. Stuff. I did appreciate how quickly ABC moved. I mean, I appreciated that they did that like right away. Oh yeah, and, and I know. And I, and I just ABC. have an issue with anytime you are punished for freedom of speech. Okay, but but see, okay, that's one thing, Jennifer. Freedom of speech. People get. I think a lot of people get mixed up with freedom of speech means. Freedom you're of free speech to say means what you, want. you can say whatever you want. Jennifer, <laughs> Jennifer, just like you're free to tell your boss that your boss is an asshole. And your boss is also free to fire you because you said that to them. So the government isn't going to arrest you for calling your boss an asshole. But your boss can choose to say, I don't want someone working for me who calls me an asshole. Yeah. That's what freedom of speech is. And so you can say anything well, you want. It's- that whole idea, and I think we've had a conversation on Anchor uh, about um, can you appreciate art from someone that you don't agree with their views? Um, because there's been several people that have had, you know, you look at um, Bill Cosby. I love the Cosby show. Does that mean I never can watch a Cosby show again because he's, you know, a pervert or whatever, a rapist and awful well, you know what? You, human being? Well, you where can't. Do you, where do you draw the line with? Um, well, I think I think you have to draw the line personally. For yourself, yes. You have to make that for yourself. But, but a business, you know, TV is a business. They have to decide, and and it was a bit, you know, as much as it is a moral dilemma, it was a business decision. Because yes, because most definitely decision. people would have boycotted ABC and the sponsors of that show, and they did not want to be seen to be supporting someone who's saying that kind of stuff. And, and do you and, think that the fact that she was, if she had not been a Trump supporter, and she had said that, that it would have been the same thing? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, the, the racist thing. Eight. <laughs> and and and, and yeah. not and not for the first time. That that's what angers yeah. me about ABC. This was not the first time she had done this. 
and yeah. and she feigned ignorance and she had oh i had no idea that it was wrong to refer to somebody black as an ape i'm shocked um and then she blamed ambien and i love ambien had the best comeback ever they said yeah. <laughs> racism is not a known side effect of using ambien i just love that that was classic that was classic and so when it comes to the the everybody everybody has to make their own choice i used to love uh seinfeld i remember having a couple friends over to watch the final episode of seinfeld ever since um uh, michael uh, i forgot what his last name is uh the guy who played kramer kramer yeah he had the incident where he was calling somebody the n-word repeatedly at he snapped and started calling somebody in the n-word at a uh, comedy club i have not watched an episode of seinfeld since I loved that show. I can't watch it and think of it. the same with Bill Cosby. I can't watch him and not think about who he read the reality of who he is. Okay, so if some people me. can, then that's fine. Like with Michael Jackson, people can listen to his music. I I believe that Michael Jackson was a pedophile. Uh, I, I don't I know how anybody agree with you more. I can't see how anybody could have watched. There was an interview he did on 2020 where he got interviewed by some British journalist and he was like holding hands with this boy. You could, they were like a giggling couple. They were as in love as, as, uh, as Paul and Monica are. And, <laughs> and which it by was, the way is the same guy that just interviewed Roseanne. Oh, what's, what's, what's his name? Um, I can't think of it, but, but something Blair, something Blair or something. Who, Whatever what? his name. The, the interview there's somebody interviewed the, the he's saying the person that interviewed uh michael jackson michael. in that 2020 interview also just interviewed roseanne where she had that tearful like i didn't understand i don't understand what racism is kind of thing yeah <sighs> oh i wanted but, um, to ask you another question and that was you were talking about michael jackson oh and that is okay so the whole you're innocent until proven guilty um I don't know if you do you watch the ranch at all? I've seen one or two episodes of it, but I haven't watched it regularly. Oh, I know. I know oh, I know. You, oh, I know you're talking about though the guy who got basically fired from the ranch because of uh, of the rape allegations. Yeah, I, I'm, and some, and the same like with Kevin Spacey. I think he got fired as soon as some allegations came in. Um, why is it that it's not? you know, you're innocent until proven guilty. If somebody, you know, says, Hey, you know, he molested me or he raped me. All of a sudden, okay. No, no, now see uh, but some people seem to be get, get more of a shot than other people do. Cause a perfect example of that is Ryan Seacrest is still on TV. Um, uh, a couple women have accused him of attacking them and he still has a job. It, it depends on how powerful you are how indispensable you are are seen to be and also it has something to do with how many accusers i think some people can skate for a little bit but when basically six seven look at matt lauer look at how many women it took to take down matt lauer before they finally had to say yeah we've got to cut bait we gotta let this guy go and um i i get the innocent until proven guilty thing but I think, especially with the whole Me Too thing, where women have not been believed for so long, some people felt, felt like the pendulum swung too far the other way. Now, I would agree if that meant people were basically going to jail. We're talking about people losing their job from shows or whatever, and and honestly, these are people who are pretty wealthy to start with, the Kevin Spaceys of the world. Kevin Spacey skated for so long, and my real problem with Kevin Spacey is 
Kevin Spacey for years would not talk about his sexuality or his sexual preference. Um, I won't say he never lied. I don't remember him ever saying he was heterosexual, but he didn't really say anything. And then when it came out that apparently he tried to sexually assault a minor, like somebody was 14 year old actor at the time. That's when he chooses to say that, Oh, I'm a gay man. It's just like, Oh, well, thanks for coming out now. Um, yeah, uh, no, uh, I, I don't feel and, and with ahead. Kevin Spacey also it had been this behavior just like the other people people in the know that were around Kevin Spacey knew that this was a problem of Kevin Spacey's that he was he was also very abusive you know in his harassment he wasn't just it wasn't just that issue yeah, so um, just, so we, we're talking about minors. We're talking about him sexually harassing people who were, even if they were over 18, that he was in a position of power over them. So I have no sympathy for those people. Uh, um, I don't either. Um, I just, I just. No, I, I see what you're saying, Jen, Jennifer, as far as in the question is, what if it's, it turns out it's not true if it's all made up? And, and I, I just hope that, that it doesn't, that there are I, I mean, I think there are good men and there are good women and there are good bad men and bad women. And it would not surprise me if there was a woman that decided, you know what? I don't like that guy. I'm going to accuse him of rape. I, oh, I, no. Right. You oh, know, sure. That, but but the, but not usually like large numbers, though. Right. Right. OK. Which <laughs> yeah. that makes sense. If yeah. they no, a perfect are, example where I, I agree with you, there's actually one happening right now. But there's two I can cite. There's the, to me, I had a real problem with the woman who did that uh, open letter for this some website called Babe for against Aziz Ansari saying that yeah. she had a bad date with him and, and tried to take him down. I had a real problem with that because I felt like you had a bad date. You had the power to say, I don't know if you guys are both familiar with the story or what she what she Yeah, no, I haven't heard it. But, but basically she said that that uh, that she went on that Aziz and sorry asked her out she took he took her on a date to a restaurant and then she wanted to see his place he took her to his his apartment because he lived in the same building as Taylor Swift and upon walking into the apartment he asked he tells her to get on his she mentions how nice his countertop is of his huge island and he tells her to get on it and he and she climbs up on it and he removes her underwear and performs oral sex on her and so she she says that she really didn't like want to do that, but she didn't really say anything. And then, the, and then the whole the, the whole night is these basically where she's where where she's he's like pointing at his penis, trying to get her to perform oral sex. She doesn't really want to, but then she does. And then she stops, and she's still there naked. And then he keeps repeatedly asking her like, "Where do you want what? Where do you want me to f you? Like, what room or where do you want me or what position?" And she doesn't say anything. Like the answer to that question is, "I don't." I don't. And when you walk into somebody's place and the first thing you say, oh, I like your countertops. Oh, get on the counter. Oh, let me make one thing clear. I'm not looking to have sex or hook up with you. I'm just coming to see your place and just hang out. If that's not cool, I can go. She could have said that. She did not. And when she finally right. did she, say that she, she didn't want to do anything, he said, I can call you a cab. And he called her a cab. And so she wrote that letter to me to take him down because he, because he wasn't some her imagined idea of how he would be. And I think the real truth was she wanted to be special to him. And he was not. He was looking to have sex with her. And once he, she wasn't going to have sex with her, uh, uh, with him, he was like, well, I can let me get you a cab. 
And so that does that makes him like a jerk. I wouldn't want my daughter or my friend to go out with him, maybe. But that doesn't mean he's not a he's not a bastard. He's not a criminal. No, and it's yeah. If you're not gonna say no, then right. Yeah, I have issues with that. Well, the <laughs> other thing, a lot of these people that we're talking about too, that you know, like the Kevin Spaceys of the world, those people. They're in entertainment. I mean, entertainment is a business that is largely based on its perception. So I do understand where people sometimes are like, okay, we're going to have to cut it because it's just not worth it. It's not worth it for the fight in some cases. So I think that's probably, you know, in this climate, that certainly hasn't always been the case. But in in this climate where everything is under the microscope, um, you know, they're just not, they're going to cut their losses and not take chances, which is probably a much smarter decision. Because the other part of this is, this is something that people do not often think about, is if you are a company that has a, um, like, uh, harassment policy, and and you allow this stuff to go on, you actually make yourself liable not only just for the person who is claiming to be victimized, but for everybody else in that organization. So it becomes a huge liability issue if there's the possibility that the person is actually guilty. So you're smarter in many cases to just cut your losses to, you know, save yourself because you could lose your entire company. Oh, absolutely. But it, but when it comes to these kinds of cases, as far as in innocent until proven guilty, for me, the rule is of three. When three people in different time periods of somebody's life have come forward with similar stories about stuff that, that that's happened with somebody, that's when it's easier for me to like get on board and 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 whatever happens as far as their career. I'm not real sad. Like Mario Batali him going down apparently what he had been up to for for years and years and years um i'm sad that the chew had to go down i think part of the reason it went down and it got canceled is because of him i'm not happy about that because i actually did like the other host on the show but i think it was a real uh damn it my phone's ringing talk amongst yourselves <laughs> okay i guess he's gonna ditch us for answering his phone he must, you know that. Must, he must not be on the same phone that he's. No, I'm that that, yeah, that was a. I have a landline, shockingly enough. So, no, oh, on, I have a landline. But anyway, no. So do I. Go ahead. I actually think because you know the the Ryan Seacrest allegations, those I actually do not believe. There, there, there was only um, there was only one. I think really, Kevin. There was like. I thought there maybe were two women that came forward two, saying that he did maybe something. there was a second. But but when you listen to the actual allegations, well, wait, wait, those, isn't, those isn't I Ryan, actually... Isn't Ryan Seacrest gay? And there are women that no. are coming he's, no, well, he's if, if, if he is, he's not publicly gay. He's he's supposed no, to be No, he has a girlfriend. He has, he has a oh, girlfriend. okay. I don't know why I thought he was gay. Okay. Well, Sorry. a lot of people thought he was gay over the years. Um, those I actually do not... I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't know, but I actually do not give those credibility. When I when I heard those stories, they didn't really bring truth to me. Well, the fact that there was only two, I agree with you. I, I would say this much. The kind of power that Ryan Seacrest has in this town 
he would it, be a target. It, that, <laughs> but, but not just that, but to me, the fact that there'd only be two people coming forward, I would think that the flood, like with floodgates would open, like with Kevin Spacey, because people, when they have that kind of power, and if, if you're a, a, a dirtbag, it, it, you feel even more comfortable right. wielding that power. Yeah, just like with Harvey Weinstein. It's like once the door opens, you know, where somebody isn't afraid, then then the others usually come forward. So, you know, like, yeah, we don't need them to be Bill Cosby where there's like 50, you know. <laughs> oh, I just think it's so sad. I feel bad. No, who I feel bad with the Cosby thing is I feel bad for all the other actors on the show who are no longer getting residuals because the shows exactly. are no longer on. Yeah, and then they should do them too. Yeah. You know that would have actually, if you could do that, maybe like because basically your your antics have, have taken away a source of my income. Um, when you I were raping those people, I don't I don't know that I have anything left, but by then, but I don't know. He's very 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 rich. You um, know who I can't stand is his wife. I don't understand these women who stand yeah. by these guys. Well, isn't she now divorcing him after all this time? Isn't but look at how long it took. I know. Well, a lot of people have blinders, and they don't want to believe that. They don't want to believe it. Those those you know, would be big um, blinders, though. After that many women, <laughs> I I have a friend whose husband cheated on her repeatedly, and she didn't believe it. We're all like, "It's happening," uh, you know. And no, he's assured me it's not. Hey. I believe him. Hey, my dad cheated on my mom a lot, and she she believed it. But she didn't leave. Yeah. I, now, those people, I, I can at least understand when it's like, okay, I understand what's happening and I've made the choice. But the but people who truly, like, if Camille Cosby literally was walking around thinking that, like, you know, these 50-some-odd women are all lying. Yeah. They're all out to get Yeah, because that's not cheating. It's that's... all a conspiracy. It's all about his money. Yeah, because that's not cheating. That was rape. <laughs> that's, 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 yeah. That's, yeah. Wow. Well, anyway, That's crazy. But the but but back to the Roseanne thing. No, I honestly, I I was not sad to see it go. I didn't watch it, um, the 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 show, because of the fact of like you know her past. And I was after the I was so upset when that whole thing with the her dressed as Hitler came out. I was stunned when when uh, ABC announced that they were bringing uh bringing the show back. But here's the sad thing, and you know it was my anchor station, Jennifer, where I elicited that conversation about art and artists because I was struggling with that because I liked Roseanne. I liked that show. I didn't like her. Um, but I watched the first episode, you know, of the, of the new boot and it was brilliantly done. It was, it was, it was brilliantly written the way that they handled the whole um, election thing. Cause they never mentioned Trump's name, but, but the whole election thing and the different vote, um, was brilliant. It was brilliant. It was brilliantly done. It was well done. Um, you know, it was well balanced, which made it even sadder, really, because it just it. She, she, on a side note, you know, apart from our opinions about it, the woman definitely has a deep. She has some deep issues because she cannot resist her vitriol sabotaging herself. I mean, just like Kevin said, all she had to do. <laughs> it's just not tweet. That's all she had to do, or tonight. But she's been, you know, a hate tweeter for a long time. So, um, she just couldn't resist. 
and no she couldn't um i i, I feel bad for her i i mean she's yeah, I, I, just, I do not feel bad for her. I think she's <laughs> I think she's a very sad human being to you know, people that are mean like that yeah. are not happy people. And uh, yeah, I mean, here's somebody who's incredibly funny. Um, she's not a great actress at all, but she's got a good sense of humor. But she's she's obviously not a happy person if you're being mean like that you've got it well i know like if you read all the stories of the first show it was very tumultuous i mean like it was apparently a except for the other actors um it was a nightmare oh yeah she numbered all her produce she's not a nice person yeah i mean yeah uh uh, uh, although there are certain things that she did that i loved like when i did you hear the story when becky wanted to cut her hair and the producers didn't want her to do it. And she was, and Roseanne took a pair of scissors and cut it for her and said, now what are they going to do about it? You know? Oh. So she has, <laughs> you know, and, and uh, I remember when um, that actress that plays the daughter got, you know, was interviewed and she said, yeah, I mean, it was, she was, she really stood up for, I think she didn't like the writers and didn't treat them well, but I think she treated the cast better. Yeah. But she's still, you know, she's got issues. And I like the show. I think it does a really good job of showing both sides of different situations. I think that, um, I don't know if you guys, you, well, you didn't watch it. So there was recently an episode where some Muslims, you know, moved in. Did you see the one with the Muslims across the street? I did. But the, the, the issue that, uh, here's, the, here's the problem with that. Here, here's the okay. here's the argument with that, the show in and of itself, like that episode. Good, okay. The problem with it is, is that allowing that episode with Roseanne enables her to position herself in a position of power that is an antithesis of who she actually is, because she is racist. Her tweets have demonstrated it for years and and uh, particularly not only against people of color, but Middle Eastern people against Muslims. So to do that, I, I can see where it would inflame people because then it allows her, even though it's a character, it's still her as the actress. It allows her to be positioned in a way that is the antithesis of the truth of who she really is. And I think that was um, a problem for a lot of people that enraged a lot of people because, um, you know, it's like it's almost like sticking your tongue out. Right. It's like this is who I really am. But let me sort of give you what you want to see instead it's kind of like sticking your tongue out in a case where it's as dramatically different as it was with her you know normally you know you would think perhaps of an actor playing a role but Roseanne aside from her not really being an actress she's more a personality you know in a role Mm -hmm. so it didn't have the same connotation I mean, I liked the episode, you know, I, li- I liked the episode. I think the writing of that show is very good. And um, I just I just think it's unfortunate 
Um, well, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the reboot, and I'm not the reboot. What when they go with just the Connors? I think I think um, it'll probably uh, it will be interesting because I do think all the others are truly good performers. I mean, they're the ones, I in my opinion, the girl who, who plays who um, made the show. Jackie, what's her Lori name? Laurie Metcalf. She's fantastic. Yes, and I love John Goodman, yeah. and I love the girl that plays um, Darlene. Um, I I like the cast, and I think that. Um, having a show that, you know, depicts kind of middle America and not, you know, what we often see is, I like that. So it'll be interesting to see what happens and if it, if it can survive this. Well, one thing that, that kind of bugged me about the whole Roseanne thing was the idea that there weren't any other shows that were working, had working class people because you had shows like The Middle, which just ended. Yeah year and they didn't talk about that when they would talk about Roseanne and then there was another show called Speechless that was about a working class family dealing with a disabled child so there were others is that coming yeah that Speechless is coming back thank goodness so I actually like I'm a fan of that show but so there are some shows about some I I I agree there should be shows that have depict different people having different kinds of lives in different parts of the country with different views. I have absolutely, I'm cool with that. And as far as Roseanne personally goes, I was a fan of Roseanne when she was a stand-up comedian. And the reason the whole thing you were talking about, Mark, about the feeling about her, the, the Roseanne character is based on her. This is basically, right. Roseanne was, all, the Roseanne the show was always about what would happen if this was Roseanne's life before she became famous. Right. So this, it, that's that's why I think that there's always been some kind of hard thing about the idea of the difference between Roseanne the character and Roseanne uh, Barr the actual woman. Is this character and this life is based on the life that she had before she became famous. So it's kind of hard to separate these two things. Yeah, ex- yeah except that I it wasn't in Utah and she's not Jewish <laughs> on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Is she Jewish? Yeah, yeah she's Jewish. Which was oh, which made God. the whole the Hitler outfit even more upsetting. And but no, I th- I thought that she was supposed to be Jewish on the show, or at least not Jewish. No, she's not Jewish on Roseanne. No, not. I mean, I don't think they really talk about a religion, do they? I thought that they did back a long time ago. I never, I didn't see this version of it, but I, I the original version, I thought that they had mentioned. Maybe they didn't, but I thought that they had mentioned that part Jewish or somebody was part Jewish or something on that show. I don't, I know. I'm pretty sure they never did. They never addressed it at all because I don't think that would fly with middle America. You know, there's still a lot of anti-Semitic middle American people um, or who would look at it as an obstacle. So it was, I don't think it was ever mentioned. I don't think they, they never, they've never, I don't think they ever really, I'm trying to remember if they ever addressed religion at all. I'm sure they must have, but I don't think not so. their not their religion, have. but like if ever religion ever came into it, I don't remember. It certainly wasn't in, uh, a focus. Um, wow, I'll, you know, I'll have to look it up. You, you might be right, probably, but I just I I could have swore that there was something about some some Jewish something. I'll have to look and see if I can find anything about it. Yeah, I don't know. But there's a lot of stuff about her being dressed up as Hitler. Yeah, and, oh, I, yeah, I, that, and it, I don't understand who, who, why anybody does that. Even I still have a problem, honestly, with Prince Harry, who did that at a costume party. Just it's never cool to be a Nazi. I have I don't understand why anybody. People were 
were baked in ovens why anybody would think it was funny to dress up as Hitler and have a gingerbread burnt gingerbread men and it's it's a joke. Speaking of which, have either of you ever been to the Holocaust Museum? I have Neither have I. Let me tell you, I, I've never I went to, you know, the one in DC. Um I went um I, I dragged my family. This was years ago. It was around Christmas. What a holiday festival. <laughs> I was gonna say, um, oh my God. I, I dragged my, my my sister was living in Annapolis at the time, so not that far away. So uh, I dragged my family. We all went. And I've never had an experience like that before. I mean, it is – I think it's important. I think it's good for people to go. But it is absolutely gut-wrenching. I mean, it is I, – I cannot remember a day that was more upsetting. But but Yeah, it doesn't sound like something that I would want to – I don't like I, – yeah. I mean, I guess it, it's good. It's but. really important in terms of, especially with the kinds of things even that are going on now, when you think of the immigrant children, I mean, there's a lot of comparisons. Like one of the things when you walk into the Holocaust Museum, there's this glass case that just has all the shoes, like just piles and piles of shoes, hundreds of shoes. And then the jewelry, you know, that were taken and, um, you know, they've shown a comparison recently because they've, you know, they've taken like rosaries from all the immigrants and there's like a huge pot. It, you know, there are comparisons. And I think it's very important that we remember, you know, one, I don't know if either of you are watching The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, I watched some of The Handmaid's Tale the first season because we reviewed it, but I have, I, it was actually too much for me because I feel like it feels a little bit too close to like home, like a, uh, what's happening now. So I, I was hard, hard for me to watch. I get what you're saying about the Holocaust Museum. I've seen some documentaries and um, I actually, in real life, I met a person who was a Holocaust survivor and I saw the tattoo and I was a kid when I met her and I asked her like why she had a tattoo of the, what was the number and she explained to me and it became very tangible and very real. And I've and I remember seeing like images of uh, just people that were, you know, being starved to death. And um, yeah, I, I don't think I could actually handle going and to see tangible things like that, even hearing you say basically, yeah, because when you when you kidnap people and you take them and and you have you know thousands and thousands tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of people you have their shoes you have their belongings and that's what's left after you've murdered them that that's horrific and so i think the, the, the thing about the handmaid's tale that is so interesting well let me describe it in the most absurd way but i i went out to dinner with with one of my friends um, the other night who also watches it and I said the difference between The Handmaid's Tale is you know they have lots of flashbacks in The Handmaid's Tale before all of this happened to them before it, you know when it was kind of like modern day America before it reverted and I said the difference between them and us is um, when they're having that moment, they don't realize that they'll be flashing back to it. And it's like, we do. And so one of, one of the things about The Handmaid's Tale that's so interesting is you see them thinking back to the way it was and sort of wondering, 
when was the moment? You know, when when was the moment that things changed and sort of that unspoken question of what is it that I did not do, you know, to keep this from happening? And I think the reason why I think that's important now is because I think we're there. I think we're we're right there. If you look at the history of fascists in every country, it's unfolding exactly the way that it does in every other country right now in the United States. And we are so oblivious to this concept of that possibility happening that people are just kind of hoping that things will get better. And I think that we have to be vigilant and concerned that this is a very strong possibility. The more he moves the dial, um, the harder it's going to be for us to reverse course. And it can be too late. Um, you know, because all of these regimes start out as just being, you know, about that country first and about being nationalism and all these things and about the enemy of the other. You, I'm sure you, I know you have, Kevin, but I mean, there's all the lists, you know, that show all of the signs of fascism that have been printed out throughout the years. And we are going right down that list like a checklist. No, that's why I said it's just the Handmaid's Tale is to this dystopian future feels like dystopian next month. And um, so it's it's really hard to watch this. Uh, and, 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 and I, I feel that a lot of people do know and do see where we're going. And that's why it's so difficult because there's so many other people that truly seem to be, I don't know if they're intentionally, if they're actually oblivious or if they're just feigning being, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so stunned that so many people have just fallen in line and there seems to be no depth or nothing to i mean i remember seeing a, a, a poll that came out saying how the majority of republicans don't think that um something like morality has anything to do with being a good leader that didn't always that wasn't the case not that right. long ago and even down to the fact that now more russians uh like vladimir putin i, I mean i mean not more russians more, uh, more Re- republicans out of nowhere i mean <laughs> Before this, before this election, everybody knew that the Russians were our enemy. Now, because um, Trump says Russians are okay, and now Republicans are all like, I guess they're okay. And now more Republicans seem to have a problem with Canada than Russia. What the yeah. hell is well, happening? Well, you know those Canadians, Kevin. I'm sorry? Those Canadians, we got to be I, careful I'm just like, are we serious? <laughs> we're in a fight with Canada? <laughs> But we but we're, we don't have any problem with Russia, but we have a problem with Canada now. Well, I think with a lot of people, and I think this is even people that, you know, that are aware of what's going on and are able to acknowledge, like, the things that are going on, is it's very easy because it's hard enough, right? It's hard enough to just manage your own day-to-day life to just get through that, you know, that it's very easy to just want to bury your head 